Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Hey friends, here's a few upcoming dates. TJ and I will be in Omaha, Nebraska at the Funny Bone April 18th through 20th. TJ will be at the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida May 3rd through 5th. That same week, I'm headlining Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale. That's May 2nd through 5th. The following week, I'll be in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. That's May 10th through 12th. Come on out and say hello, and thanks for listening. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. I'm actually wandering around Abercrombie and Fitch, returning some gifts. It's a little late after the holiday season, but uh, you know what? I couldn't find any guests this week, so I thought I'd do a live remote and take you on some errands with me. And I thought that would be very entertaining listening to just come with Cash Levy on some errands. And I'm returning some gifts. I don't really like Abercrombie & Fitch. It sounds like a law firm. But there's so much to choose from here. It's amazing. I mean, on the way out, I might even pick up some Long Jonathans or perhaps some Short Johns, whatever's on sale. And maybe some Cumberbuns, the ultimate formal fanny pack. I'm not sure. But for now, I'm just wandering around the store, and I can't find anyone to help me to return these gifts. They act like they care about us here at Abercrombie and Fitch, but they don't. Your insincerity! I, uh, excuse me, sir, excuse me. You know what? I'm going to have to put a tip in the, a dollar in the tip jar and see if this helps. Sir, excuse me. I'd like to return a gift. Sir? 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 Your insincerity! Sir? Can you please turn around? And I said three slaps and a butt snap. And I, I went, and then I made him that ass snap. Wait, TJ? Hold on a second. I got a customer. Hello? TJ? Cash? What are you doing working at Abercrombie and Fitch? Um, I'm returning some gifts. What are you doing here? Well, I'm working through the holiday season. It's, but it's already February. Is it? Yeah, I got to pick up a little cash. You know what? You know, our big seasons are Christmas and Thanksgiving and President's Day. You, have you been here on President's Day? No. The goddamn place is a madhouse. <laughs> really? Two weeks ago, three people got stabbed, shanked with coat hangers. Are you serious? Yeah, we're going to stop using metal ones. Stab shank. Yep. Uh, a woman in her middle ages. Shankle stab. Uh, or she looked like she was from the middle ages. Took her shankle out and stabbed someone right in the ankle. Uh, <laughs> sh- made shankle putty right out of that person. She had made a shankle, which is a shank specifically uh-huh. to stab ankles, yeah. out of a coat hanger. Ooh. Someone accidentally gave someone an abortion. Are you serious? Not with a coat hanger. With they just staff? accidentally with thought, a it staff? Was, thought it was their daughter. They, were, they had some problems at home, took her to the clinic, they went through the whole thing. The woman had won an abortion, but she accidentally gave it to the wrong person. Oh, man. That's, that's pretty it's, serious. Uh, luckily, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch is uh, legal services as well. Oh, they as do that also. Retail. Okay, and so yeah. we were able to defend ourselves against that lawsuit in particular. But yeah, I liked, I, 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 you know, I, I made quite a bit of money off of uh, <clears throat> film <clears throat> and television. I, I had no <clears throat> idea. Voiceover work. <clears throat> but uh, I just had no idea that you worked. Well, I lost a lot of money and primarily in carnival games. 
Okay. Lost about $220,000 last year in Carnival Games. Just in Carnival Games. Which game in particular? Is it the one? Oh, my God. uh, Why don't you ask me which ones there were there? Because I lost money on all of them. Really? First of all, I think in that hoop shoot, those hoops are too small for those balls. Seems like sometimes they are. Because I couldn't get one goddamn one in. Yeah. And the wind, there must have been a wind situation because I would throw air ball after air ball. Exactly. And I'm saying let the wind do its work. Yeah. Yeah. Ring toss? Ring uh, toss? Ring toss. First of all, a ring, one of the few things that can't be a ladle. Because I, 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 I put a handle on it, and I couldn't get anything into the ring. Guess the fat man's weight? That was sort of a... That, I found out once the guy guesses your weight, every hour, I, on the hour, I would return, and he, he, he remembered every single time. <laughs> and day after day. And I tried to gain a little water weight, especially when it was that time of the month for me. And it just didn't work. I mean, he would, yeah. he could guess a pound or, or less whenever. It, it was It's really a bust. Okay, okay. It was too bad. So you oh. lost a lot of money, and she yeah. came here to Abercrombie and Fitch uh, to... Uh, Those fucking penny plates? Have you tried to throw the penny on the plate? Mm, it seems so easy, a soft touch. I have a soft touch when it comes to women. I'll touch them so softly, sometimes they don't even know I'm touching them. Mm-hmm. I'll smell their hair ever so softly. They won't even know that I'm smelling it, you know? You know what I like I to do? I do it on the subways a lot, you know? And then when they turn, I go, ah, stop making me smell and touch you. you know? I always like to put a little pine tar on the pennies. Have you tried that? A little pine tar? I didn't even think about yeah, that. I always, God, have, I always have a little stick I of pine tar. That. I always have a little stick of think, pine tar just in case. Think of the money and the time I could have saved. So many times Going you to tar. and yeah. from the bank. Mm-hmm. Getting my own pennies because they give you a discount if you BYOP. <laughs> Joke's on me. Yeah, I know. Listen, buddy, I, I seems like you've worked here for... How long have you worked here? Well... So I see a no no no. It's just, it's just a seasonal hire. It's not like I've worked here before. I that's just weird. I see a picture of I you. I thought it was a law firm. There's a picture of you. This is employee of the month. It's legal from 1994. I'm behind you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The guys. I think the guys just uh, put that up as kind of a kind of a gag. Yeah, it was sort of a gag they did. It's not as if I worked here from 1990 to 1994 and then wanted to leave on top when I had gotten employee of the year. You're wearing a friend's t-shirt. Seems like a. Maybe you were actually. Oh yeah, no, that's a gag a gift that okay, they gave me when they gift. took the picture. They were like, "Here's your gag gift from the year 1994, a time when I watched a lot of Friends, obviously, yeah. and was an enthusiast. Had a lunchbox, had all that stuff. A little weird that I had a lunchbox. I was in sort of junior high, entering high school, just five years after that. Oh, wow, there's guess. another picture next to it. You're wearing a Fila sweatsuit. Yep. What year is that for? Is that? That's 1983. 83? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. 1983. Well, two years buddy. after I was born. If you look at that. My parents, instead of a little onesie, they would always dress me up in matching velour fila <laughs> tracks. It's amazing you're working so quickly. Uh, my, my father Listen. always said to me, that's why I have such a strong work ethic. He said, the minute I came out of my mother's vagina, he said, let's, where, where's your rent? Mm-hmm. You know, let's start yeah. making money here. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've always admired your work ethic. Six months, I was on a backhoe in a construction site in Highland Park, Colorado. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what I was doing, but they gave me enough space. They said, we just need this torn down. I think he can do demolition. He has no idea how to use the machine. Yeah. They let me run amok. Well, listen, I, I'm I'm glad you're working here today because I have this gift to return. This somebody gave me this. Uh, you know, we this is uh, actually maybe you shouldn't even look at this. Actually, the more I think about it, because I well, actually, uh, before we, you show me the item, I just want to tell you we kind of changed our uh, return policy. Oh, 
So originally we were doing sort of full cash refunds or mm-hmm. at least credit card refunds. Uh, then we were just doing uh, credit card refunds or, or store credit if you had paid in cash. Okay. And now what we're doing is we're doing no credit cards, no re- refunds on the credit cards, no cash refunds. Okay. No cash. And for a just while, pennies? We, we, no, we were just, listen, I'll pay you in pennies if you can find a fucking carnival around here because I'd like to leave in the middle of the day at lunch and do a little penny toss. <laughs> Some people say I have a problem. I say I enjoy my lunches. <laughs> but um, we used, and then we started doing just store credit, you know? Yeah. Just for you know a store credit, we don't do store credit anymore. We do exchanges. Okay. Okay. Because for, for a while we were doing store credit and exchanges. You could exchange something on the spot, or we'd give you store credit. You could come back later. Now we're only doing exchanges and uh, toss back and forths, which is when you come in and you you just you, you throw the item towards me and whatever I can grab and throw back at you. That's what you get. Mm-hmm, mm. Doesn't matter if it's the wrong size, what gender yeah. it is. So we're doing that, and then in some cases we're doing exchanges, and that's where you literally have to exchange the item in five within five minutes of having returned it. Mm. So it's sort of Abercrombie and Fitch. It, it turn it into a bit of a carnival game esque. Well, it's more of a law itself. firm. We're leaning more towards. I mean, really, more read the fine law. print. Have you seen the fine print beneath the Abercrombie and Fitch sign store? Well, I say I, I I saw that they added Abercrombie and Fitch in trust. That's exactly right. But beneath it, there's really really fine print. I mean, it's so fine. Really fine. It's fine print, and it's actually written in the exact color of its background. Oh, so it'd be really tough to read. I don't even think anybody can. But it still so. counts as fine print. <laughs> Hey, you know what? While I'm here, well, do you want to? I was about to take my lunch. Do you want to? Do you want to just do a podcast with me while yeah, I'm here? Yeah, I mean, unless you know a carnival within about 200. You, should, you really should consider carnival, uh, carnival games anonymous. Wait, no, these are people that there's a lot no, of people I that are get really. It. Yeah, yeah. Go to CA. Go to Carnival Games Anonymous. CGA. A lot of people have problems with that. A lot of people are addicted to carnival games, and you know, a lot of people talk about gambling addictions, but not the carnival. Uh, aspect. Well, and then what's the winner? You know, the only good thing about it is if you win in a carnival game, you can't go right back and spend the stuffed teddy bears on more carnival. In a casino, you make more money. You know, you, there's only a limit to how much I, I the real reason I quit or at least took a real break, a real concentrated break mm-hmm. from the carnival games yeah. um, is because I simply ran out of space. And, and, and at one point, I mean, I have a, I pay about $150 a month for just a storage space. At a you store it, and it's it's just carnival game winnings. Mm. You know, it's it's stuffed snakes, mm-hmm. it's the paddle ball mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. it's the larger bears, and like mm-hmm. those are some of those are in my house because those are my prizes, those are my special preciouses. Okay, and then you know, I, but I've got thousands of the little small bears and the goddamn pop rocks and the it's I mean ring pops. You have I so mean, much half the crap they're giving you. I want to give it back and say, let me try again. I heard, and I don't know if this is just a rumor, but you are, you know, someone that people talk about. And I heard that you actually uh, raised a weather balloon filled with the different carnival games and gar- car- carnival winnings. Yeah, not the games. Uh, not the I, games try. I was going to do the games thing, but that was going to be too heavy. To actually airlift, to the, actually entire airlift the entire carnival in a weather balloon. Yeah. yeah. No, I looked into it. It's the about $3.4 million. Yeah. And I say, help. That's a down payment on a house. You Why not just do it that way? You have a weather balloon above your apartment. I do with have one with, winnings. Car- with carnival winnings. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And so it's a dual purpose. You get to know about the weather and what, what kind of wind's coming. <laughs> 
And if you walk outside, you know it's really... And if a bear drops from the sky and hits you on your head in my front yard. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, nobody likes wind, do they? Really? I, it was windy the other day, and I was like, no one's like, I, I love the wind. I think people Except do. for sailors. People don't love so, wind. No, no, but people, I think some people like, a, they like a breeze. A breeze is one thing. Wind. People love It was breeze. so windy today, I loved it. Isn't Nobody that a weird likes thing? wind, do they? It's a weird thing. Because there aren't a lot of things like that. Like, you never go like. Windmill like makers? Thro- Windmill like makers love wind. I like to throw up a little bit. But I don't like to really full fledged yeah. vomit. There aren't a lot of things I like, like to that. Throw up like, in my mouth, I like but a breeze. not all the way onto yeah. the floor. I like yeah. a breeze, but I don't like a full. I don't on, like the full on wind. Yeah. I mean, what other things are like that? I like, I like to get half of an erection and not kind of still not, not be able to have full. sex, but almost sort of look like I'm getting ready. Yeah. But I don't like to have a full erection. Not the full. Sir, no, not the full yeah. erection. No, no, no. Not the full one. Yeah. Uh, New triple banger lightning round question, question two. two question two kiss army or salvation army hmm if I had to say one right off the bat I'd say kiss army mm. I think they've done more for their struggling lower economic classes in the United States by giving them something to truly believe in now a lot of people consider kiss false idols but I have prayed to them since I was six years old and entered the school of the ethical culture which my family enrolled me in in 1927 I think I was born so that would have been 19 was right before I started working at Abercrombie and Fitch so 1993 mm. was when I really began my studies okay. as you know I'm over 78 years old, and I have been using biometric uh, injections for the last two and a half months, and those have been great for me. And I don't you know have what a they thigh are. master, too. Because biometrics are really just measurements. So to take injections of those is really, I don't know why it's helping. That's it's a good gift for a centipede. Yeah, it thigh is. Master. Thigh master. Well, you'd have to get 100 tiny ones. <laughs> and I'd wonder 100 would, tiny thigh masters. Would they use centipedes. them all at once? The or, perfect gift for a centipede. 100 I, tiny I thigh think masters. As they walk, they can exercise because <laughs> they take about 50 legs and work on those thighs. And then they use the other 50 to crawl around. They can switch it up. So they actually, they can walk as they thigh masked. The perfect gift for a centipede. hundred tiny thigh masters. Listen, buddy. Um, the reason the I asked this Army, question. I've, I think they've, they've done so much for I America. Asked this, I, I asked this question for a reason. You're gonna, I think you're going to enjoy this. I went to the uh, Salvation Army to drop off some of the baby stuff, which we no longer you know, use, you use, yeah, it's weird. It's, they get, they get old and you, for dead and well, and you don't you yeah, don't need the well stuff. So we went, and the Salvation Army was t- the guy. The Salvation Army was talking shit about Goodwill, and and it was he was he 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 was bitching about how the Goodwill parking lot, uh, you know, is much smaller. And he's like, they're really rude over there. Mm. He was talking shit. I had no idea there was this rivalry between the Salvation Army and Goodwill. So he really was talking down on Goodwill. He was talking shit. I wonder if you went to Goodwill if they have any ill will for the Salvation Army. That's, we should go we should, over there. We should go over there and we kind of bait him into it. Kind of go, so you know, uh, Salvation Army was saying some pretty questionable things. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to pit you guys against each other, but I did have to leave because of the things they said were so toxic. They were saying toxic things about you. I bet Goodwill would just turn a blind eye. They'd well, say, Goodwill oh, doesn't fine. have an army, and so they have to be more nervous to talk back. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. thing. A lot of shit was a lot of yang was being but talked. do they have do they a lot have, of yang much yang did they, was being talked <laughs> by the guy at the salvation army i said that is, is that much much yang is that thing talking yang 
for some reason I say that sometimes. I don't know if that's a legitimate <laughs> phrase. That's more like uh, flimsying up the numbers. Was that flimsying up the numbers? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like to. I'll say instead of trash talking or He's talking a lot of yang. Yeah, he was talking a lot of yang. I went back into the car. I went back into the car, and April's like, "How'd it go? Did you drop off the stuff?" She's like, "Much yang was being spoken." <laughs> About the goodwill, like and I don't know if goodwill. Like I don't know if goodwill talks. Much Yang had been mm, talked. Much Yang has been talked. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> That's just sometimes just from being in the car and talking like Yoda, you'll have an orgasm. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Anyway, well, I thought so that was talking a lot of Yang. I didn't know there was a. But a, does the goodwill have the will to power that Nietzsche speaks of? Where they have the courage to look nihilism directly in the eye so they can begin building the foundation of meaning in an existentialist school. Mm, that's, and then in that way, can no army ever defeat them? Mm, yeah, that was going to be part two of this uh, this podcast. That was going to mm. be part of our cliffhanger. Well, let's answer it now. I'd say yes. Me too. Yeah. Make, let, make a meal out of it. Can I say this, though? Yeah. I was in Omaha. Okay. And I realized that this is quickly going to become a trilogy. Um <laughs> But I was in Omaha, and I do, I do just want to say, I didn't understand. From the moment I touched down, I didn't understand really what was going on. And here's why. Because I, the first thing I did is I unpacked at my place. Everybody was really, really nice. That's always jarring. If you're from Los Angeles or New York, you come to a place where everybody's saying hello, and can mm-hmm. I help you with anything? Right. Being friendly. Get upstairs, yeah. take everything da- out. Then I go to meet uh, Nick Vadra, my buddy mm-hmm. who's a, ge- a genius of a comedian and yeah. who was touring with me. And I go to... Um, uh, it's, it's so bizarre. I went to a Tagai Friday's. Tagai Friday's. To guy for days. It was like a small, like local eatery or whatever. So then I go in and, you know, first thing they're like, welcome to TGI Fridays, which I'm like, what the hell? Who's pronouncing it like that? Right. And I was like, what's the TGI stand for? And they're like, thank God it's. And she seemed a little squeamish because we were in Mormon country. But I said, okay, I get it. Right. Sure. Yeah. The name of your place is really something someone would say. They'd be like Toby Keith having a bar called I Love This Bar. Some fucking insane shit like that. (laughs) Can you imagine a world? Toby Keith's I Love This Bar. Anyway, so... So I went and sat down. And she said, can I get you anything to drink? I'm sitting at the bar. I go, I'll have a double scotch and soda. And she said, you're not from Utah, are you? And that, imagine how confusing that is to a person who hasn't spent much time in Utah. No, wait, but you were in, I thought you were in Nebraska. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake. Utah. But you said earlier, didn't you say? I said that, I said I had children in a well in Nebraska. Oh, okay. I have a son who lives in a well in Nebraska. Yeah. But I was, I was talking about something else. Okay. So. So, I, you know, it's weird for someone to say, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah. And, you know, she said, we don't serve doubles here. Doubles is a bad word. Um, you can only order single. And then I, then it made sense. She didn't know. She knew. But before she told me that, it just sounded like she was some weird soothsayer where I was like, I'll have a double scotch. Soda. You're not from Utah, are you? Here, put your forehead against my hand. You're from the future. I'm going to transfer all the knowledge and mine into yours. And I need you to use it to battle the upcoming revolution that the Sprint PCS smartphones are going to use to try and take down humanity. So I said, well, can I what can I do? She said, you can have a single. 
and that that's it. And I go, all right, well, I'll have a single scotch and soda, and then as soon as you bring it to me, I'm going to drink it, and I need you to bring me a second, second scotch one. and soda That's why we'll do this double. And yeah. then she said... Okay. And then she yeah. walked away. And I was like, imagine the hypocrisy and bizarre yeah. thing of that. Yeah. You can't have two drinks at once, but you can have them immediately one after another right. as if you drank the first half of your drink. Yeah. And then you drank the second half. Yeah. I just need to be more involved, I guess. <laughs> so then she brings me the single scotch and soda, and I'm just sipping it. I didn't drink it right away. I'm just kind of sipping it, waiting for Nick to show up. And I hear her kind of whispering. I see her over whispering to one of her colleagues. Like, She's like, look, I haven't seen his stand-up. I've not seen any of his movies. And I'm not going to call him at a show. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go tell him sorry. No, she said she, she was like, it's not from you, dog. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll go tell him. I'll go tell him. She kind of walked away, and I was like, what's happening? Is she going to go get a gun from her car? Did I, did I, see, it? Did I, I wish... see the dirtiest word that you can say in Utah? Can I tell you how I wish it would, this story would end? What? Um... I wish it would end with somebody coming over in like a 10-gallon hat going, I'm the manager here. Your kind ain't welcome in these yeah, parts. Yeah, that's right. I like, I've always wanted to get somebody to say that to me. Your kind ain't welcome in these parts. <laughs> you got to be... You know, okay, so go on. I, Did that yeah. sort of you happen? Start doing that's the feeling things. you were getting. That's the feeling I was getting. No, then you she, didn't feel welcome. She walks over a little trepidatiously and she says... And later I gave her some tickets and she came to the show, which was really nice. So she, was, she wasn't a bad person, but she came over and she said, she said, um, look, I was going to let it go. But here in Utah, if you're drinking, you got to be eating. And what? I, said, I said, what? She said, you can't just have a drink on the ticket. So if you want to, you can leave now. What? And because you didn't know. Or if you order another drink, you're going to have to order some food. And I just looked at her and I said, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you out of your mind? Like, I, I, you know, I softened a little bit, but I was like, right. what do you mean? What if you had defiantly said, I'd like uh, a burger with two patties? Is she, that well, legal here, here? Here's what I did. Here's what I did. Is that legal? A you're, double burger? See, you're so funny. You're, you're all the way ahead okay. of the whole thing. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, 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 it's right. You're right. It's a good story, though. And what I said was, I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, because we're a restaurant, you can't just drink and not eat. So you got to have some food in front of you or otherwise we can get fined, mm -hmm. you know, or you can be ejected from the restaurant. And I said, forcibly ejected. what's the, so what's the quickest thing you can bring out to me? That's like an appetizer. And she's like, crispy green beans are pretty quick. And I said, all right, so you're telling me. And in order to have two scotch and sodas, which in the rest of the world, if you're at a fucking airport and you're like, can I have a single scotch and soda? They're like, you want a double for 25 cents more? Or we can give you three for two and a half dollars. Hell, we'll give you a quadruple quintuple. That's nine drinks at once for only four dollars more. I mean, that's how hard they're pushing alcohol on you internationally at the places of contact. So I said, you got to be out of your mind. You're, and and I, I, she said, yeah, you got to do it. So I ordered crispy green beans that I didn't even eat just so it could be near me as I'm drinking these doubles, which right. are just being singles. They're just being Double sanctioned down. out into singles. Yeah. So I wanted to know. Had any ever, anybody ever did this? So this is what I want to do: is I want to go that back would have been to a great Utah, time to order and the I apple want to stems. order a single that just give me a. You know what? You got a, a bowl of apple, apple stems. stems. I'll take it and a, <laughs> add a handle to it, and don't let Cash Levy sign it. <laughs> so I said, I, w I wonder if anyone's ever ordered just a small. Just can I have a single shot of tequila, please? The Tegay for days. Um, can I just have a single shot of tequila, please? And they go, Yeah, but you know this is Utah. 
So if you're drinking, you got to be eating. I go, okay, well, let me see then. Uh, I will have 24 boneless chicken wings. I'll have uh, 30 bone-in chicken wings. Uh, four orders of crispy green beans. I'll have two tornado choco which are your uh, whipped chocolate margaritas can i have salt on the glass of uh, uh two of those actually so give me two more of those i'll have a chicken sandwich you guys have a chicken sandwich you got a grilled you got a fried i'll take both i'll take everything you, in fact chicken tenders give me everything you have that is chicken and then anything with jack daniel's sauce on it am i allowed to order just a everything is jack daniel's can i have sauce twice as it. much jack daniel's sauce no just do a single of each of those can i just okay. drink the jack daniel's sauce <laughs> double double <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll just have one. This this is single Jack Daniels sauce. Then I'd like you to bring me a steak sandwich, but I'd like you to, if you could, substitute a piece of steak for each of the pieces of bread. So I guess what I'm asking you is to bring me three steaks stacked on top of each other, but I'm going to pretend as if the two steaks on the outside are bread, and the steak in the middle will be playing the part of the steak in the steak sandwich. <laughs> then I'm going to eat it like a steak and not break eye contact with you, and the entire time, after each bite, go, mm, now that's a sandwich. <laughs> And then I'm going to take another bite of the three steaks and say, now that's what I call a sandwich. And I'm going to keep eating all the food until I vomit. And I'm going to vomit in the bathroom for the first time. The second, I'm going to kind of vomit on myself and feel embarrassed and awkward. And then the last time I vomit, I'm going to puke all over the fucking TGI Friday's bar. Maybe a little it to her. Maybe some on the like the liquor bottles that they'll barely clean off, you know, before they serve somebody else. And then at the end of it, I'll go, oh, I'm too stuffed. I, I can't even I can't even have that tequila and then have them go. But that was the whole reason you ordered the food was because the tequila. And it goes, well, yeah, I guess you shouldn't let me order doubles on all the food. Should you have? <laughs> and maybe vomit one more time into my hands and okay. throw it up in the air and go, victory! Condors! <laughs> and have them all come down onto and me and they go, attack! <laughs> they just kill and tear the flesh of the woman. Hey, listen, buddy. Look, here's the thing. Now, I'm, I hope I don't contradict myself too much here, because I just said that everyone should be satisfied with who they are. That being said, we are not all equal. Some people are superior to others. For example, the lead singer White of U2. People. <laughs> no, no. The lead singer of U2. Uh, I believe his name is... Uh, Bono? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. He is superior to me in every way. He is. He's, he's a better... Like, if you think you're equal to all other people, look at that guy's life. Come on. And seriously, he's a but better you, person you than me. He is. And you I'm not saying that. that. Don't feel sorry for me. I'm better than other people like yourself. So it's... What if he masturbated on a, on a homeless person at one well, point? Well, that might change the skill. Have you ever I, done that? No. So then, not recently. So not then, recently. if he has, then he's not a better person. Than you. He's a he's or raised millions of dollars. To masturbate on a homeless how can person? you look? Your, how can you really think you're equal to him? He's raised millions of dollars for charity. For which charity? He's wonderfully for the homelessness. I'm not sure which charities. Because if he was raising money for homelessness and he wasn't asking the homeless people if they would rather have money and food or to be ejaculated on by the lead singer <laughs> of U2. He may have missed out a lot. Maybe he's taking this to a very dark place. You think? I don't understand the darkness of this. (laughs) Why can't we just be honest? Some people like to be masturbated onto. (laughs) 
Why is it so gross? I'm trying this to make the most talking serious... about a revaluation of values. Why does that have to be bad, but it's I'm... okay to not give money to charity if you make more than you need? I'm trying to make the most serious point in the history of the show. And, and I'm talking trying about to ask you to totally revaluate <laughs> all of your values. <laughs> I'm saying there's certain people you look at and you're like, that guy really is like got it all. You're, you want me to tell you what's happening? Okay. I'm asking you to reevaluate okay. in the Nietzschean manner all of your values. What you think is dark, it's mm-hmm. a dark sort of approach to things, what's good, what's bad, what makes him a better person than you, that he's given, you, given all this money to charity? Has he given it to the right charities? What would you have done with the movie? Is he a good family man? You, you might be a much better family man than I him. I might have qualities that are better than him. Much, much better than I him. might. And the qualities that you think make him better than you, you need to revalue those and decide if they really are as valuable. It's a pretty big barometer, though, to say that he's, you have a guy that's pretty much changed the world. Right. And I'm, I'm not even a, a huge fan of the, of the... Why is changing the world more important than making, making some homeless person's dream come true? <laughs> By ejaculating on them. I'm sorry, but I've been to a couple fetish clubs, and I made a woman very happy, happier than any nation state could ever be, as a whole, by licking her ankles, her ankles and her calves. And then I, my lady friend walked on the back of a man in her bare feet, and he ejaculated as it was happening. And he said, this, this is the best moment of my life. Now, people like that probably are prone to superlatives and hyperbole. But across the board, why does that have any less value than Bono trying to change you know, the, the political climate, which is already so fucked, I don't know how much progress he made. And then he dies on a skiing accident. <laughs> right? How valuable. <laughs> Can you be using your time uh, if you're skiing so recklessly? He must have been from the goddamn Midwest. That's how little <laughs> preciousness he assigned to his life that he was skiing so dangerously. What value is there in that? A man who has the potential and the power to change the world, and he just fucking skied into a goddamn tree and killed himself. This, this whole episode feels like one big misunderstanding. <laughs> It is a misunderstanding of what people hold dear and value highest, and they misunderstand that they're not questioning any of these presuppositions. There's no answers. There's merely hidden hidden presuppositions, which are of the heathens. Let's move along to Tiny Opinions. No. I will. Stop it. Stop the tape, Ryan. I've had enough of it. I'm so glad. I don't understand why Ryan's at Abercrombie and Fitch. I love that he's here. I like that he came with I brought him in as a stock boy, and he's quickly become the general manager. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to watch a friend that you bring in at a lower level ascend within hours to being your boss. (laughs) But I guess that is the theme of Gulliver's Travels, the Jack Black 3D film that did splendidly in Malaysia, (laughs) and uh, of which I propelled the part in the plot. You propelled it? I was the one who ascended from his underling to his boss and then fired him. Wow. Tiny opinions. You, you, Though they are, you, in you fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Here's my tiny opinion. I don't think that Bono is a better person than you. Well, thanks, buddy. 
I, I His wanna... name is Bono. You already have a very untraditional name, Cash. That's true. That's true. Which do you think that that's affected? I, I don't, wonder want, if that's I don't think you should feel your... sorry for me because Bono's a better person than do, me. Do you, you think... shouldn't feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry. I don't feel for sorry you. for myself, but I do think he's a superior human being. Well, I feel sorry for you that those are your values. Well, I mean, and you know, maybe the scandal will break out where we'll find out something where I, I can I can realize, you know, maybe that you find killed out that Bono, I'm, yeah. Maybe that I'm. Well, that's not where I was going, but that, that maybe I am better than him as a person. I think so. But then you're again valuing. You're saying, well, he's no longer a good person because of this, this, and this. It but just, some people it comes are down better to what than makes others. a good person. Uh, look, there are better. There are if, if there's people that have killed lots of people. And I, I think I feel I feel secure feeling like I'm a better person. But who than are they that killing? Kills people. Now, let's just say a uh, serial killer. Huh. I feel I feel like I can say I think I'm superior to a serial killer. What if there's a serial killer who killed three or four other people? Three of the four of the ten people he killed were molesting or abusing children. Three or four out of the ten? Now, that's less than half. <laughs> yeah. Just but to... he's saving each of those children from a life of abuse and maybe giving them some feeling right. of well, retribution. You're trying, this is an interesting hypothetical, but... but... Yeah, I mean, there's different hypotheticals where I'd have to weigh each one. You're right. And so my hypothetical, because you don't believe it's as possible as somebody just killing innocent people. I would still say I'd superior to someone that kills uh, 10 people, regardless of what what it is. No, not regardless, but if if three of them were What if it's 10 terrorists? What if that person, just by chance, killed 10 people who are terrorist cells living in the United States? Well, that would be an act of war, I guess, those murders. Uh, and would that be a, an act of valor to kill those who would have killed hundreds? Yes. So that person would be superior to you, a person that killed 10 people. Superior? They had the opportunity to kill those 10. I didn't have the opportunity. Do you think if you had the opportunity, you would have killed those 10 people? Indeed, I would kill 10 people. <laughs> if. And here's my result. Indeed, I would. If they were going to kill others. Result. I think I'm a better person than you. You because I wouldn't kill any of those people. Even though they were going to kill. I think kill. murder is wrong. Even though you, they were going to Sorry. Kill. This may be my last podcast. <laughs> you serial killing bloodthirsty <laughs> monster. Listen, I'm going to get a, a tiny opinion here. And I think you're going to agree with this. Because you've disagreed with everything I've said all day. I haven't disagreed with it. I just think you've been wrong every single time you've spoken. <laughs> uh, here's one thing we can be grateful for. Um, and people... I think America's got really lucky with our neighbors. Really lucky. <laughs> I like that. Really lucky. I win. Yep, our neighbors are so awesome. Seriously. Yeah. We're, 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 we're really fortunate. I'm going to move on to maskers. We had a lot of maskers. Like 85% of superheroes, this is maskers. I want to read you the uh, Maya Penguina triple shot. Hmm. M-A-I. Oh, I saw some of hers. They're great. P-N-G-I-N-A. Yeah, I've been meaning to get to these. I can't afford to bury my uncle, so should I just leave him at a public storage? <laughs> like that one. Uh, what kind of net I think, should I get to I prevent think, my... I think yes, but put him in one of those sealable coffins. Public Otherwise storage. Start to smell. But that's a weird one to play a monthly. Do you have to pay a monthly fee on a grave plot? I don't know how or that you works. you buy it permanently. I'm not sure how that works. We better find out soon. I know. Yeah. Let's get into it. 
getting to that point in time. It's getting she writes, what kind of net should I get to prevent my aunt from falling off her balcony? Uh, a fishing not a net. Butter, no, not a butterfly net or fishing net. Get a ladle. Mm. Get a full, large, human-sized ladle. Human ladle catcher. Um, I just like that she's... She's a real family person. She wants to bury her uncle and prevent her aunt from falling off her balcony. These are four days apart, these questions. So she's got some family things going on. I mean, I think the fact that you're even thinking about these things proves that you're a good daughter. She's got some things going on in her love life. She keeps. I keep getting postcards by this guy I don't know. So should I play along? Postcards. I love that technique. But is it po- is it postcards from a guy she likes? You're saying, or she doesn't know? I, she says, "I don't know." She has, it's by a guy she doesn't know. Should I play along? Um, I mean, how does he have her address? Mm, interesting. That would be my first question. It's fun to play along with like an email that you yeah. don't know, or even texting. But if he knows where you live, I mean, what do you what are you wanting to get out of it? Because he could show up at any point. And give you a French kiss that you didn't want. Mm, good point. Good point. You ever been Frenched against your will? French kissed? Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Fair enough. Winner, winner. Uh, no, I, French maskers, kissing the first yeah. time you tried it was kind of icky, right? First time? No way, man. I was stunned I couldn't by believe it. another was tongue was so soft. I was stunned by the whole tongue thing. Tongue is the softest part of the body. Put them together. You got the only thing from French culture that I like. Because French fries are American. French kissing is sort of the s'mores of kissing. It's very soft. French toast is the s'mores of toast. I always fill my mouth with nougat before I French kiss. Do you? And have you ever French kissed a woman with nougat in her mouth while you had nougat in your mouth? Ugh. Is it great? The fusion of nougat. I call Mm. it fusion I like this one. This is Sean uh, Kometz. You know, he was like his stuff. So I guess maybe play along if you want to, but if they yeah. know where you live and you don't know them, so why don't you give them a postcard that says, let's take this to email? You know? I like it. I like what he's doing. I like his approach. I think it's uh, unique. But she doesn't know him. Huh? How the fuck did he get her address? It's so personal. We're not writing enough personal notes anymore, and I think it's... Uh, and you think they can mostly be I think it that. helps. I think it helps to do that. I'm wondering if he's writing in cursive or not. Does anyone That's read? a big part of it. If he's writing in cursive, I trust him. If he's exactly. not. And if he's using cutouts from magazines, letters that he cut out, I'd say that's a no-go. That's a no-go. Take that. That's a no-go. Take that to email. Or how about a... That'll be type, my new catchphrase. Yeah. How about a... If somebody's coming up to you with a gun and rubbing it against your leg, that's a no-go. Tell them, let's take this to email. And you should seek help for your frauderism fetish. Or, or if it's just written in, uh, uh, you know, those typewriters where there's maybe a couple keys missing, that would be kind of scary too. Yeah, you. That that's. Let's take that one to email, folks. Take it to email, folks. Ladies, take a break. Actually, fellas, you're going to need to. You know this. what I'm talking about, fellas. Get out of the room. Fellas, take a break. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Um, can I read one? Stephanie Lee yeah. wrote, what's more desirable, helmet hair mm. or hat hair? Mm. I say helmet hair. Well, from my perspective, uh, hair is most desirable. Yeah, that would be his perspective. But <laughs> if you had to have hat hair or helmet hair, what would you use? 
Um, hat hair. Really? I like mm-hmm. helmet hair. But, you know, bedhead is a great one, too. But helmet hair implies you can do it. Then somebody's like, what's with your hair? You're like, oh, I had my helmet on. And immediately you're like, cool. What'd you need a helmet for? And he's like, I always wear a helmet when I go on my electric tricycle. It's out front. I put baseball cards in the front wheels and the back cards. I just put spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Boiled spaghetti. Sean comments. I like this one. Is there any way to have a serious conversation on a waterbed? Yeah, if it's about the comfort of the waterbed. I think you can have a serious conversation, but here's a question I wanted to ask you based on this. Would you vote for a president that slept in a waterbed? It it lacks gravitas, doesn't it? It lacks gravitas. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that affect your decision? What about a president with a Tempur-Pedic? Would you respect him more or less? Would you vote for a president who gave you his sleep number? Like Like during the election? And I always remember (laughs) my sleep number is a six. (laughs) We're going to sleep well tonight. Especially using apostropedic mattress. Would you vote for a president who previously yeah. was in one of those ads with the wine where the wine doesn't spill on the one side of the bed? Yeah, I mean, you previously had done an ad for that? I don't think so. I, I will say waterbed is a weird one for me. But Tempur-Pedic, I'm saying, yeah, get the rest that you need. Here's what I wonder, though. When you, when you both lie down in a Tempur-Pedic uh, bed having a conversation, does the conversation get deeper and deeper since you're sinking into the bed? <laughs> Figuratively or just I don't think you can break up with someone on a waterbed. Um, this isn't a maskers, but Stephanie Lee says, uh, sorry for the delayed maskers confirmation, but that four doors for more horrors license plate I saw was completely real. I think she meant cover. I'd be quite surprised if somebody could fit four doors for more horrors on their actual license plate. I guess you could put 4D and then the number 4, M-R, M-O-R, and then horrors. That's even too long. Mm. But it is completely real. And we maintain that a sedan is not going to – it may fit more horrors. But it's no whores are coming to you saying, let's have sex because there's four doors and I have three friends and I only have sex when my three friends are present and have comfortable leg room in the back seat. <laughs> I like the conversation we had with Ryan about his car. Ryan, uh, our, our producer, most often uh, yeah. at this point, he uh, when we can we can when we can figure out our schedules, uh, Ryan got a new car. And uh, my first question was, uh, I opened the trunk and I said, uh, so how many bodies can you fill back there? Uh, can you can fill up the back there? How that, many bodies? And I think that's, that's a, a weird question. That's one of the questions you don't How many don't bodies does the trunk hold? Right is that away. a red, is that a, sort of a, a red herring? What do you mean? Is that a dead giveaway? A red herring is more something that you... Red herring that maybe you're a problem do you, but person? Do you, know, do you know what a red herring is? It's something that people think... Oh, this must be the answer, and it's not. Is that an under twenty-legged centipede? Is that a yes? Okay, yep. good. I think so. 
We came up with an. I, I think that'd be interesting if that's how you judge cars. How many bodies you can fit in them? And you, you know what it is? That's a fun one when you're shopping for cars. Yeah, you say, yeah. What's the trunk space? How many bodies? We, you know, we're talking a guy we're from talking, five eight to six talking? foot, maybe five six to six foot. I'm thinking big guys. How many big guys can you fit there in the trunk? Is this yeah. a two? Is this if you're if this is a two big bodier? Can you put two big bodies in here? Four small ones. Brian Rissinger writes, uh, can you call sex bedroom athletics? Yeah, if you're doing it right. I don't know. The women I've I've been with refer to it as disappointing. Oh, just that one word. Yeah. So not even bedroom disappointment, just disappointment. <laughs> that probably would have been the women I ca- The women I'm with uh, call it bedroom athletics that once both of us have already won you have to keep playing for some reason and i'd like to to rid myself of this sandpaper and gravel feeling <laughs> on this second round of intercourse second round who does it twice i've never heard, i've only heard of it what's I, your record what's se- your record in in a day i don't do it like that i like to have sex for longer periods of time like one longer session one longer session is better than a bunch of little ones people that have sex more than once well, more than three or four times, I think you're probably prematurely ejaculating. And you, you don't have the intimacy necessary for the woman to say, I really need you to stop. You're tearing <laughs> the one thing that defines me as a woman to pieces. No, I think when you're younger, you do it as much as you can. I don't know about when you're, that. Like in high school or college. I was always, you know, we would do it's, it. It's more perfect. In high school, I would have sex a couple times at lunch. Sometimes that would be yeah. a really fun, exciting thing. Have a little malt liquor, have sex a couple times, then go back for the second half of school. That's always a special secret in high school to have, you know, because when your teacher's like, you're telling me you didn't read any of this trigonometry. You've got no trigonometry homework that you're turning in. And as I say yes and smile in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but I just fucked till I trucked this afternoon. (laughs) While you were eating a homemade lunch, I was hitting skins at my high school girlfriend's house. So, no, I didn't do any trigonometry homework. And I also didn't race to get it done as I was reaching climax for a second time, having the most inexperienced sexual intercourse a man can have. At one point, point I was having sex with her for about 10, 15 minutes. And she said, TJ, that's not my vagina. That's the cabinet. (laughs) That's my bedside table and cabinet. And I said, hey, baby, if there's grass on the field, <laughs> then let's play. And she said, that's not grass. That's a bedside plant. That's just a plant. And I put it on my inside table. And, and you are, you've been fucking it for 10 minutes, and I didn't have the heart to tell you. But didn't you notice that I was feet away? And I said, well, you're still moaning. And hey, look, if this, if this, if this uh, trailer's a-rocking and a-moaning, don't come in and give a knock and start groaning. And she said, TJ, we're not in a trailer. There was no rocking going on. And that moaning was me going, oh, no, as I saw your penis chafing and splintering against the drawers that you were fucking sequentially. I mean, I was in I was in the first drawer. I'd pull out. I'd go into the second drawer. The third drawer, I'd say, hey, you really want to get dirty? Let's go back door. And she said, it's back door, TJ, not back drawer. 
<laughs> I said, oh, I thought it was bottom <laughs> bottom drawer. And she said, no, you can be a bottom and you can go back door, but nothing that you're saying is right. <laughs> so I had to screw back on one of the handles, which I'd fucked right off the dresser. And I don't mean to be rude about that. I know this is all pretty dirty. And I guess it's the best time to say that... While I was in Utah, I don't know about that Tagai Fritiers, but they got a chicken beef shrimp slider that'll blow your dick right out of the back of your asshole. And I mean that truly. It'll blow your dick right out of the back of your ass, and then your dick will find its way back to its original place. And that is not, you would think that's like a mind-blowing experience, but it isn't, because your mind wasn't blown, your dick was blown right out of your asshole. And as it fell and found its way over, and I don't know what you at home are imagining, and I sort of have a gesture that I use for this, but it's it's just a dick on its own with the balls, sort of dragging the balls behind it. It has no eyes. It's a dick. It just has the little urethra for a mouth, and it's sort of feeling its way across the carpet, trying to find your leg to then crawl and drag the balls up your leg, which ordinarily would be horrifying, but remember, your dick has just been blown out of the back of your asshole from one bite of these sliders, so I think the whole time you're just looking at your pelvis going ah, ah how did this happen and the dick just makes it way up and then when it reattaches perfectly without any scarring tissue or any any signs that it would have been lost that screaming would turn to elation and joy sort of a no no oh my god thank god how did this happen but thank god it's back and then that would be immediately replaced with the shame and the, and the secrecy with which you would have to keep this experience because you can't explain to somebody that your dick just blew out of the back of your asshole. That's never happened to anybody else. Sure, you'd bring it up in conversation with every TGI Friday said like, hey, have you had these sliders? Yeah, they're pretty good. But I mean, they were real good, right? Yeah, they were real good. Did, uh, did anything happen after you had one that, uh, I don't know, was... Unlike any experience you've ever had and something so terrifying, but then suddenly reassuring that that you would never tell another soul. And every person I've asked that to said, nah, what do you mean? And then you just continue to live in that shame and private, you know, self-loathing. I don't know. And that, my friends, is the employee of the month from Abercrombie and Fitch. That's exactly right. And I'm going to tell you, I don't even... I don't even put on some of the chinos in here because I heard they're so comfortable and so well-fitting that it'll blow your asshole right out of your dick. It'll just come through the front, pop out like a little piece of calamari, and you got to go find it and put it back on, and I do not want that. And tonight, I have a brand-new guest I've never had on the show before. It's so exciting. I've always been a big fan of his. He has his own podcast, uh, uh, you know, in its uh, infancy, but it's it's an awesome podcast. You should check it out. He also has been on the Jimmy Fallon show. He's been on the Tonight Show. I mean, this guy is just the best. Please welcome my guest tonight, Mr. Nick Vatterot. Keep it going for Nick. Nick's my best tonight. This is such... So good, so good to be here. So yeah, good. I'm just so honored that you agreed to do my show. I can't hear you at all. Is this plugged in? Yeah, I mean, I've been plugged, a big fan of your work. Are these earplugs plugged in? Now, when you first heard 
you were going to get to be on the show. I mean, uh, catching in. were you really excited? Had you heard? I know you're doing a tour. I was a little worried about it, to be honest. Really? You know, I didn't. I was like, is it actually going to happen? Uh, what doom will forebode me? Uh, well, had you heard a lot about the show? I know you're touring with uh, yeah. someone that often. He's done a few of the episodes. T.J. Miller. Yeah, yeah. He he won't shut up about it uh, the whole tour. Uh, it's all he talks about. Like, what do you, you want to go for breakfast today? He's like, man, yeah, podcast, spicy. <laughs> I don't know. Who he's doing or what? I don't, I don't know what character this is, but yeah, I mean it's 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 uh, it's it's great, and I, I know you're doing a podcast now. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. You know, we like to always start off the show, as you know, with the uh, triple banger lightning round. Uh, I, I love it. Oh, wait a I, second. I, you, no, you're. I mean, I love it. I'm terrible at questions, and I'm no, hor- no, listen, I, I don't. Um, do I have a lot of? Well, I mean, wait a second. I just Nick, being put on the spot. I get very yeah, but, good at uh, uh, thinking of words. Guys. I know, but Nick, I think you. Okay, have you listened to the show? I mean, you're supposed to say that with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we do that part together. I've, I've, I've seen. I've, I've watched your podcast so many times. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I have it on mute in the background while I'm like cleaning stuff, you know. Uh, but I, you know, I'm like got to catch up on my podcasts, and I'll have twelve playing at once to catch up. So I get, I, you know, I, I, get, I yeah. Okay, because usually, you know, that's usually my guest and I. You know, my favorite guests always yell out, "Let like, me take our shirts you know, off." Banger, yeah. Well, banger. they don't do that part. Oh. You know what the triple banger. Is. I know some of the people in Appleton haven't heard the show or seen it before since we've never shown it anywhere. It's live. You know, but okay, yeah, that good timing. Thank you. What was that? What song things is that? Really, do you do samples of songs on the show? Things are really spiraling out of control now. I love that show. What show is that? Look, let, I, me I just tell you a little, that. let me just tell you a little bit about it. What is I asked uh, very probing questions. These are questions people really want to know. Uh, questions oh, okay. like... Uh, like, uh, I don't know, some from the past have been, uh, you know, if a ghost is watching you masturbate, uh, who's scaring who? <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, music, here to stay, you know. Uh, and then what we do is we condense it down into a really tight segment. It usually lasts less than 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's a yeah. long lightning round. Yeah, so. Uh, that's we, some slow-ass lightning. Yeah, we think it's that pretty might be short. Thunder. We think it's short lightning, but. Uh, <laughs> short lightning. So you, you ready? Yeah. Okay, well, here's how it works. So I'm just going to count it off, and then we'll do it. Okay, Tri- here we go. One, wait, wait, two. What is it again? Okay, it? it's it's, it's, the, it's triple, the triple banger lightning round. Okay, ready? Okay, ready? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Oh my God, he's he's passed out. What? Okay, I need a little help up here. Oh my gosh. I... Okay, I think we need more than one person. Oh, I. No, this is horrible. I, Nick actually passed out during the triple banger lightning round. This has never happened during a show. Oh, my God. I don't know what we're going to do. This is horrible. Wait, who's that? Wait a sec. What? What the? Who the? Where the? Horton, here's the... What are you... TJ. What are you... What happened? Yeah. Hey! I, knock it off for a second. Knock it off for one goddamn moment. <laughs> what just happened? Your your friend Nick, he I passed was out. Over there in the back, and my friend Nick, wait, what'd you say? Your friend Nick my passed friend out. Nick, what? He passed, passed out. Passed out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was terrifying. Right during the triple banger lightning round. I thought he was dead, but as they pulled him away from the wreckage, he looked at me in the eyes and he said, I'm glad it's you, not me. <laughs> 
that's right. I didn't hear him say that. I didn't even think he was. I thought he was comatose. That's interesting that you think. No, he's he fine. That. He's back. He's already bought a round of margaritas. Has this been happening on this? Has this been happening on the tour where he just is there, where he passes out well, once in a while? Mm. No, I, I mean, look, his beer smells fine. Right? <laughs> what are we gonna do? I mean, this is the no cancellation. Hello, hello. I gotta test my earphones. What are we gonna do? Do you want? Hello. <laughs> it's me, your worst fucking enemy. <laughs> yeah, mine are all set. Go ahead. So you want to sit on on the show? What? I mean, this is this would be really helpful if you could sit in because you're one of my most popular guests. No, 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 no. I can't. I mean, Nick was supposed to do the show. Yeah, but it's, this is the no cancellations tour yeah, that you're on. I'm not gonna step up here and put on the earphones and scream into the microphone. You're my worst enemy. Yeah, it's just not my style, man. Well, look, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I th- maybe we'll have to take volunteer. I think you should do the show. Can you do okay, this for listen, me? I'll do the show, but I, on one condition. Okay. On one condition. What's that? that? Three and a half years from now, on today's date, you come to me with a red velvet cake. And inside of the cake... Is a small action figure shaped like a baby. A baby in the likeness of yourself when you're an infant. Then, and only then, will I do your podcast. Yeah, this is really amazing. It's an ultimatum. There are no further negotiations. No, it, this is Either amazing. shape a small plastic baby... <laughs> In your likeness as an infant and hide it in a red velvet cake that you will serve me in three and a half years or talk to me no longer. I agree to your demands. Uh, In fact, I had already planned to do that very thing three years from now. So I can wait an extra six months. I knew it. I knew that you would have prematurely ejaculated this insane hypothetical situation six months before it was ready to hatch. Uh, you know what I think we should do? I think we should start off the show like we always do with the uh, triple banger lightning round. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for coming. How wonderful is this? You guys, how wonderful are you? I mean, it is, what is it, a Tuesday? It's Tuesday it's night. Tuesday. It's like 12.30 it It's fucking 12.30 a.m. You people are my best friends. And I don't think you realize, you're, you're actually, uh, we do a, we do, when we do go live, we do a nine-hour show, and then we cut it down. I don't usually do we this. cut out the fatty parts. I don't usually do this, but after tonight. We haven't even been rolling. After tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go up to my mother and I'm going to look her in the eyes and say, there are 35 people in Wisconsin that love me more than you do, bitch. So you can clean up your own fucking cereal when I spill it, you cunt. You understand? Yeah, I spilled Cheerios in the kitchen. You fucking clean it up, you bitch. Uh, usually that happens during the maskers. Uh, I hate that fucked kind of a trash can usually in 1997. <laughs> you ever done that? You ever lived with that? 
I hate fucked a trash can in 1997. There have been so... Uh, laugh it up. There have been so upset that you fuck a trash can with hatred in your eyes the whole time. In 1997, when MC Hammer was doing good but not that great. You know, I think these fucking the trash can stories would be better in the practical living in a modern age part of the show. I wish we had some music that would go along with it. They can't improvise like that. We, we've got a triple manger lightning round question here. And, and let me just start things off. You ever I just fucked say, a trash can from the inside? <laughs> you ever been in a trash can and fucked your way out of it? <laughs> ah, ha, ha! You fucking live in it. You try it. <laughs> you ever tried to fuck your way out of a trash can and you can't? <laughs> Emphasis on the C A N. And that's TJ Miller after midnight. Can I get to the triple banger lightning round question one? I would love you to, but I'm afraid I can't. I appreciate this little public service announcement because about the I'm trash can fucking. Because I'm trying to talk to this but guy who's never fucked his way out of a trash can and he doesn't get the pun that C-A-N is the first three letters in the thing you couldn't fuck your way out of. <laughs> I kind of wish Nick would come back. I... Oh my. Hold on. Some chick over here was like, oh my. Oh my what? Oh my trash can because that's the only god you'll have left once I finish fucking my way out of your belief system. <laughs> I can't control you. I can just hope to contain you. It's a sports metaphor. So I didn't I knew you wouldn't be familiar. You wouldn't be familiar with it. Can I do the triple banger lightning round question one? You have to play the music. Triple banger auxiliary round. Look, I'm not going to pander to this group. I know that a lot of people in Appleton haven't been to the podcast or listened to it or watched it before, but I'm not going to pander to you people. Certainly not to the people okay? who have been to These the triple boobolts. bangers are going to be just like a triple banger Nature would be preserve. in any city. The boobles. Nature preserve. That's right. Here it goes. No pandering. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Kakona. Appleton's little bitch. Uh, Is there anything else? That's going to kill in Nantucket. To yeah. <laughs> so all of our Nantucket listeners, They're gonna the 12 and a half, we, have a we large, apologize for large saying things you don't understand. Large listenership in Nantucket. Have you been to Kakona? I went to Kakona once. There's I... a paper factory there, um, which makes it, which makes it smell. How often are you like, hey, have you been there? No. Well, it's a paper factory there. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get like a word in. Wet. I'm afraid dead if I. Trees. It smells like eucalyptus farts. 
It's got a, it's got sort of a nice smell and sort of a not nice smell. I'm going to back you up right there. Just previously when you said eucalyptus farts. <laughs> now, to imagine a plant farting <laughs> requires some sort of cartoonish imagery for me. But to imagine the smell of a eucalyptus tree farting is almost impossible. <laughs> that being said, once you said it, and I think all of you in the audience felt the same way, once he said it, we knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> do you know that I haven't doing this tour? Ample supply of body bags. <laughs> I'm doing this tour. And I'd say over 30 people have come up to me in the last however many cities just gone. Hey, I got to tell you, man, I know you don't like it, but when Cash sings in his falsetto voice on the podcast, I love it. And I'm always like, get away from me. Turn and face the strange Kakana. Kakana. What did you just say? No one in here knows what you just said, but everyone's like, I love it. They eat weird things here. Then comes to a triple banger lightning round. Question two. Unicorn brats. Not just for breakfast anymore? What in the fuck are you talking about? It's going to be unicorn you, sliders. You know what? The know. next time somebody hands me a hot dog and is like, hey, this is a unicorn brat, I'm going to be like, this is the last time I'm coming to your home. You've never had... I think that's weird what you just did. <laughs> I think your daughter Sarah is ugly. I think she looks like a pig. <laughs> I think your daughter Sarah looks like a pig. I'm starting to think this whole show is going to be us having two separate conversations. <laughs> I haven't mean, sitting here. This guy's trying to talk to me for months. <laughs> I haven't seen you in like a month and a half. Come on, what do you mean unicorn? And you brats? open the show it's by not, fucking a trash can. It's not fair. It's not fair for you to say unicorn brats as like some casual yeah, thing. Yeah. Unicorn brats. It was almost unicorn sliders. That's like me coming up and being like, "Hey, listen. condor bites." That's what it was based hey, on. Hey, buddy, I got little. Uh, I got condor little, bites. I got little boy flesh order, pieces. I got pieces of little boys. Uh, Flush dicks. And uh, I wish I hadn't chosen that metaphor. That's where it went off track, yeah. You had a thread there and it unraveled. Well, that's the same thing. And that's just so frustrating. You know, maybe you guys, maybe some guy comes up and goes, hey, I got some fucking pretzel salts. God, I can't make it. That's okay. That's okay. It's a two man show. There's no, right there's no situation. Where you would say unicorn brat. I mean, you're making a sausage out of unicorn meat. Yeah, that's the funny part, I think. And what I think is funny is that you guys don't equate that with the flesh of an uncircumcised young boy's dick. Wait a second. Now, wait, I, you really, yeah. You, we're going to cut that part. You better not, otherwise you're a moil. Guys, thank you for having me. <laughs> now listen. 
minutes. I can just get this thing fixed. Hey, uh, I'm in the garage. Come on in. How do I get in the garage? Just uh, open the garage door. What? Open the garage door. I can't hear anything that you're saying. Well, I'm kind of fixing there's too this. Much, there's too much noise from the garage. Yeah, come on into the garage. I, where is it? It's inside. Go through the closet. I can't hear you. It's through the closet. I, I can't hear your directions. Keep walking. Keep there's walking. There's too much noise coming from the garage. Keep coming. You sound like you're closer. Where is the garage? Seems like you're getting closer. Where is the garage? TJ, oh, you're hey, right here. Hey, buddy. You're right here. I right just turned the me. other way. Yeah, you're right next to my I face. I was just looking the opposite way. I can see way. you. I can see both your I eyeballs. I couldn't see your house, your, see your garage, eyeballs. or anything. I can see your entire face. It turns out I was looking out from your house. I was looking the opposite direction. The whole time you were inside my garage. I go, where's the garage? Look at this. This is just a white wall. It's a, you didn't even need to go through the, 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 the closet. I was already inside your garage. You were inside my... It's almost like you're in... Thank you for coming to my garage. What are you doing over there? Oh, just fixing this pinball machine. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that you did that. I just texted you and let you know. Oh, I, I just got it just now. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I wasn't sure how quickly you'd turn around and see me, so I just texted you and let you know. Yeah. So what... Uh, what what brings you to my uh, garage, TJ? What's going on? Well, I wanted to come by to see if I could find your garage. Okay. And here you are. Well, I actually was in it the whole time. So I guess what I really need help is getting out of your garage. Well, we could probably do that later. That'll be part I've of it. I already the... identified what what could you just stop working on it for one okay. second? Okay. Let me let me put it down. Let me put it down. It's on my back. Let me put it down. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Ouch, that's smart. Let me put it down. So you really you're you're on a dolly. You can really get underneath of yeah, those pinball machines. I got machines, underneath huh? it, put it on top of my back. <laughs> I wasn't even really fixing it. I was just it felt good the weight of it on my body. It felt good to have that yeah. sort of the loneliness. Burden, loneliness will do strange things to you. The burden that you feel. <laughs> loneliness will have you getting on a dolly underneath a pinball machine and just lying underneath it for the sheer companionship of it. Well, I think it's also you wanted to have a physical manifestation of the burden that you felt you're carrying around with you every day. Well, I, Nietzsche might believe that. I don't know if you necessarily... Oh, oh, there it goes. Did you cut it out? Oh, sorry. I just, I'm addicted to it. Yeah, you do. So what are you, are you, is this your pinball machine? No, I I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to send it off pretty soon. Oh, you are. Yeah. So do you you fix these on the side and then kind of? No, no, no. You, you. I mean, all my all my guests. That this one's going out to uh, Nick Vatterot. Uh, all my guests get gifts. You know, they all get pinball machines. What? Yeah, all my all the guests of the show they get pinball machines. You knew that. What? I mean, I, I I've never gotten a pinball machine. I've never gotten any gift for doing your show. You mean and I did your show over six? I did your show seven or eight times, and you you'd never received a pinball machine. No, I didn't receive a pinball machine. I would have told you. I would have said thank you, Cash, for my pinball machine. Oh my One God. of the coolest things that you can get. This is awkward. Um, can I explain myself? I mean, not really. You uh, keep look. You just texted me. I, Let me explain I give, myself. I give everyone text. a gift. Let me explain. I feel I'm doing it for your own good. I'm trying to protect you from yourself. Let me explain. You know that you you're addicted to carnival games. We know that. No, I do have a I have an addiction. Yeah, you have an addiction to carnival games. Why are you doing that? I, listen, I, what do you mean? I, I think it's fine if I would have just spit into a little bucket of water <laughs> in a in a tin pail. We're in the middle of one of the tastiest, hottest, spiciest sketches in the history of the show. 
and you need more special effects? These aren't special effects. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not special effects. They're just, I'm just messing around with all the stuff in your garage. Like these keys. (laughs) That doesn't sound like a key at all. Those are my wind chimes. (laughs) Oh, I see. I always thought, I I, I get these mixed up. I bought those in Hawaii. I get wind chimes and keys mixed up a lot. I was drunk one day and I I was outside of my house for about two and a half hours trying to jam a goddamn wind chime (laughs) into the deadbolt. It wouldn't open for nothing, but it made the prettiest noises. And then I, I, you know, I have Folks, you know it's not your keys <laughs> when it makes a wind chime it's even noise. More ex- no, it's even more specific. Folks, you know it's not your keys and it's wind chimes if... <laughs> Locksmiths, take a break. Layman, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That's... That, okay, so that'll be the end of that episode. <laughs> no, that's so fun. I really... Uh, Let me explain myself. No, because I have keys yeah. hanging in my backyard from all of the trees. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm always like, they don't make really pretty noise. These are terrible wind keys chimes. Keys make horrible wind chimes. Somebody comes over, he goes, why you got keys hanging from your goddamn trees? You know what makes trees? a really bad wind chime? I say, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Coming over here questioning me about my trees. You know what makes a really bad wind chime? What? One stick. Single stick wind chimes yeah, are single stick wind chimes. one of the worst selling outdoor yeah, accoutrements. yeah. yeah. That there is. You really need two, chime. at least two. We should, Plastic uh, keys make really bad wind chimes. I think you should sell that. Single stick wood chime. <laughs> it's just a stick hanging the from single a, stick. a string. Put it up outside. Stick chimes. Stick, stick, chimes. stick chimes. You know, I think there actually are stick chimes. You have to blow on them. You have to blow on the stick chimes. Well, what you can do for a single stick wind chime is you just got to hollow out the middle. That's my whistle. And put a little whistle in it. Is it? Yeah. Hey, you go, hey, over here. <laughs> That's my whistle. Just pretty much just blowing air. Sounds like you're letting the wind do it. We're work. getting off track, mister. We were talking about wind chimes when this whole conversation started. Yeah, I just about got... I used to carry around. What do you think about a couple nails as a wind chime? You ever run around your house, you can't find your wind chimes? And you're like, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? And then you look in there in your pocket. Uh, or in the door. They're still in the door. The door. They're still sometimes, in the wind chime lock. Sometimes, sometimes you'll find them and they've been jammed into the front of your door with a, with a broken bottle of Jack Daniels uh-uh. on the porch. Do you know how hard it is to replace wind chimes quickly when you're in a jam? Like, like, I left some wind chimes. I needed to go somewhere. Mm. My car wind chimes. I couldn't even get into my car because my car wind chimes aren't electric. Oh, yeah. They're not electric. I know what you're saying. Yeah, and you got to get a new wind chime made. I had to break the window (laughs) and look for the wind chimes inside, and they weren't in there. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Charred glass. You got to go to the dealership. You got to get, you got to pay. It's like a hundred bucks to get a new wind chime. Yeah, it is. It costs a lot. Car chime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To get a car wind chime. Why aren't people saying wind chime more? Now that I say it, it sounds so weird. Wind chime. Right. Well, it's also here's the thing because I'm I'm about to go do What's this that show in Hawaii and I was trying to working on the jokes for it, and there's a wind zone in Hawaii. There's a big they they sent me a little it's list like an of ESPN funny things. zone, but there's no TVs. It's just people going wind zone. <laughs> yeah, wind zone. What it, that's just I call that uh, outside. <laughs> but a wind zone. Is and I thought, what, are you supposed to like bring your own chime? Like, what are you supposed to do it's in a wind B-Y-O-C. zone? Yeah, <laughs> bring your own chime for the wind. What are you supposed to do in a wind zone? Just make sure you have a hey, tighter you, hey, hat on. Hey, or? you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? <laughs> in a wind zone, 
<laughs> the things you lose are usually your hat, you know, any loose pa- loose leaf papers you yeah. have in your hand. Apparently, the too, things that you win are chimes. <laughs> There's also a sign that says "No lay nets." And apparently, it's well, not- that was the end of not only the episode but your podcast. <laughs> Bring that I along. Think that's fine. Let's start things off with the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Did it work? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that's not our new it's uh, time for, triple banger lightning. It's time for the triple banger. It's time for the triple banger. It's time for the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Plaid circles. What's hot or what's not? I'd say what's not. Plaid circles? Plaid circles? Come on, buddy. Like, what do you mean? It's the next thing. Plaid circles. So circles that are plaid on clothing? Yeah. Plaid circles. (laughs) That guy's like, yeah. You haven't heard about it? Uh, why, are plaid, why is why are plaid why is plaid always squares? It's going to be circles. Oh, I see. What you're plaid circles. I thought you meant an actual circle that had a plaid pattern in it. You're talking about circular plaid. Circular plaid. You know, this question was almost What's rhombus not? plaid or oval plaid. That would have been even more confusing. Yeah. So I'm glad rhombus we did this plaid. One. I wouldn't have even been able to respond. To. Well, luckily we've got circle plaid to discuss. Don't you think that's a great invention? I think circle it's a good plaid. Idea. What would it look like? Mm, a lot of circles with some plaid inside of it. Plaid circles. It would. Re- I think it's going to break. Th- it's a breakthrough technology <laughs> in clothing. I think it's a breakthrough that you think that that's technology. Sorry, a breakdown. You don't think it's a, it could be a fashion breakthrough? I can't imagine in my mind. I like circles on clothing. Look, I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, you've got a bullseye right on your, yeah. your chest. And you're wearing plaid and That's right why now. you're a target of some of the things that I'm about to tell you. I don't think this is plaid. I think this is checkered. Okay, checkered. But I don't know. What, checkered what would, circles. What, what would it... Well, then that's the new not plaid? checkers. That's polka dots. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is I think you can't make plaid circular. Okay, here's the original question. Plaid circles, the new square... That's impenetrable. Okay. I, I can't Nothing even was ever going to answer yeah. that or understand. Maybe what you're saying. people in DC can figure this out. Plat, yeah. listen. To, There's a think tank working uh, on this. I'll tell you what. A think tank. I've never, I've never known what a think tank you, is. T- that anytime you say a think tank, you're taking things way too seriously, right? I mean, I like. I like. Uh, I think other businesses should use the expression think tank. You know, like, like maybe like uh, Long John Silver's. You know, instead of a meeting, we have a think tank about the yeah, fry situation. Hey, you know what? That's what I call my fucking bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I go in it and I think. <laughs> Don't you think if they take? I think. I think that they, when they say think tank, they're they're taking themselves too seriously. What do you think? I'm going to say think the most times I was going to say, I was going to say, let me think tank about that because I, I don't know. I haven't thought tank about that in a while (laughs) and I've been thinking tanking about, you know, what, I I don't know. I like the name think tank, Uh, but yeah, you're definitely taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, pretty seriously. Triple banger lightning lightning round. round. Question Question two, two, carnival ride, carnival ride. You'd most like to experience. You got to bring up the carnival carnival ride. You'd most like to experience. The rusty zipper, the I don't carousel, 
the haunted outhouse <laughs> or the screaming Tilton Spanker? Tilton Spank? <laughs> Tilton Spanker. Could be Tilton Spank. I think Tilton Spank works better because it would be the Tilter and Spanker, right? Mm, Tilter and Spank. Or just Tilton, Tilton Spank. Tilton Spank. Okay. That's it. Tilton Spank. I think the haunted outhouse. Yeah, what would that? Yeah. It's just so claustrophobic. You go in there, it smells terrible, and the ghost is either in the toilet or he's in the outhouse with you. <laughs> I mean, he's in, as soon as you get in the ride, the fucking ghost is right there. It's such a small area. What, what was the first, where the first two? Rusty Zipper. The Rusty Zipper. Mm-hmm. I've had that before. The I Don't Carousel. That's a pretty interesting one. Is that just one where the guy running it just isn't even paying attention? He's just on his phone right. drinking that's vodka. Just, you don't know what's going to happen because it's just a random dude. Yeah, I think the not watching then, over then the then the I don't carousel I think is more dangerous. Probably, I like right? the screaming tilt and spank. Um, I like to be tilted and spanked and scream while and it screaming happens. while it's happening. It sounds kind mm-hmm. of exciting. The haunted outhouse. It's sounds weird. Too terrifying. It's weird. You're saying, "Hey, tilt, that sounds terrifying." Tilt, hey, tilt the haunted me. outhouse. Tilt me and spank me. <laughs> like not even bend me over and spank me. Just tilt me. <laughs> tilt me a little, like two or three degrees to the left, and then spank away. <laughs> Um, Welcome to L.A. Triple banger lightning round. Question, Question three. number three. Question three, three. three. What's more difficult to defend, your dignity or a fort made from blankets? Hmm. Probably defending your dignity. I don't. How do you defend your dignity? You can defend your integrity, right? It's well, defend your yeah, defending your dignity. I have. Don't say that about my dignity. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Someone's like, you have no dignity. You go, yes, I do. That's defending your dignity. Well, and when I, I when I when I originally uh, the, uh, there was a whole think tank that was uh, working on that. This, yeah, working yeah, I knew on about question. that. You, you were in Austria for yeah. I went three months. to Austria, and then uh, you know I was I was ki- I was kicked out of. Uh, uh, of Greece, we were working on it there. Really? Yeah. They why, They kicked you well, out. Well, they heard about that sort of Rachel epithet. The Rachel epithet. The Rachel epithet. That's what you're like, Rachel, you bitch. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm not allowed to watch Friends anymore either. I, I, re- uh, <laughs> I really. <laughs> the Rachel Rachel uh, epithet. I really like a Rachel epithet. <laughs> Just being like, hey, you know these fucking Rachels, right? They're all fucking, they're all lazy, they're stupid, they're taking our jobs, every single Rachel. I hate Rachels. When I originally thought- You know, you can't trust a Rachel. Yeah. I, I meet a Rachel, she'll be like, hey, I'm Rachel. I'll be like, get get away from me. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't use the same water fountain. If one of, I if thought a you Rachel's had another name. What was the other? Uh, uh, Gladys. Gladys. Yeah. You hate yeah. Gladys. This, this fucking dude. All right. So- I'm on a tour, right? Nationwide. And okay. everybody, thank you all so much for coming out. There's been a lot of the 12 and a half that have come. I think I've seen almost seven of the 12 Ooh, and a half people wow, that, wow. that, um, I saw a fourth of a person. Some of them, really? Of, yeah. And what, where do they land? Just the kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> that is way less than a fourth of a person. Everybody write us in on Twitter. Uh, Giant kneecaps. Is, is just kneecaps, is that a fourth of a person or is that closer <laughs> to like an eighth or sixteenth of a person? I don't know. But a lot of people showed up. A lot of people came out. But this one dude comes up to me and goes, this is my girlfriend, Gladys. Are you serious? And I was like. Those are fighting words. Yeah, I, they were. I, we almost got in a Donnybrook. You ripped off your plaid circle shirt. Circle plaid which, shirt. Which I didn't know where the plaid began and where it ended. <laughs> 
Um, no, he said that. And I said, well, Gladys to meet you. Oh, no. And I freaked out. I had to leave the venue. Well, we've met a lot of. I'm going to talk about our, our, you know, the tour that you were on uh, in the "Where Were You" segment. I want to finish this though. What I meant with this question was, it's hard to maintain your dignity through a lifetime of it. You end up being in situations where you can't always behave in a dignified fashion because you have to, you know, uh, keep your job or you know, you have to. When you get caught shitting on a dog. Well, I wasn't really thinking you know, of that exactly. If you look um, over and you see a dog that's defecating, and then you also are defecating on the yeah, dog. Yeah, not quite. Yeah, that wasn't really uh, yeah, but what it, I was Would it be hard to maintain your dignity? It would be, that? yeah. It would be hard. Yeah. What I'm saying is the world creates scenarios mm. where we have to uh, Are you imagining a pride. big dog or a small dog? I was kind of balking out that scenario as quickly <laughs> as it came at me. I was. <laughs> like, as fast as it came out of your mouth, I was completely... I'm imagining a small to. dog, <laughs> <laughs> but a big dog is pretty funny too. Remember your diatribe like right out there. Remember your it doesn't fall much. Remember your long diatribe right. about having sex with a trash can. It was a lot like that, where I just kind of blocked it out right as it started. Oh my and god! Then I, it wasn't able to grow and germinate in my brain. I fucked this little R2D2 <laughs> the other day. That's what I call short and squatty trash cans. <laughs> but uh. Okay, yeah, I, I'm so sorry. In I, any I event, uh, what I was saying is the world really does. Do you find yourself having to behave an undignified man? You're a very dignified person, probably, when you came out of uh, junior high school, mm-hmm. perhaps high school. Specifically but junior high. you get put high. in situations where uh, you can't maintain your dignity. So I think it would be harder to maintain your dignity than to defend a fort made of blankets, which is I've been trying to defend one. I built one in my house, and, my, and Chance is just trying to get in there. Uh, what and it's, bizarre... <laughs> it's, it's hard to defend a fort made of blankets because it'll well, come down real quick. The thing that I understand, it will come down real quick, but you're, you're the only material you're using to build a fort is blankets. So I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. Do you just roll them up and stack them? Like well, there's some, yeah, now there's some pillows, too, underneath. Oh, so it's a pillow fort. Uh, pretty much. Uh, but the fortress walls are blankets. The fortress walls are made from blankets. Well, there's yes. your problem right there. Yeah. Uh, high above. You got to make those out of pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You use the blankets to hide when they come into the fortress. Oh, nice. Then you jump out and you go, ah! Yeah. I'll get him. I'll do it next time I'm down there with a uh, chance. He'll come over and I'll go, ah! Like that. <laughs> um, okay, so you agree. Yeah. Uh, dignity is the answer to that one. Let's move on to where were you? When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Um, I was... Uh, I was out walking and, um, and the, uh, you know, I was walking and I was, uh, I was on my way home to use the restroom. And then I saw a little dog, uh, defecating <laughs> and I, I don't know why or what came over me, but I pulled in my pants and I squatted, squatted and, and I, uh, I shit that dog. You and shat on a dog. <laughs> I shat that dog. And, uh, I don't know. As I was doing it, somebody looked over at me, and I just—I—I I, I, I didn't maintain a single shred of dignity. Was it inside a blanket fort? It wasn't. I wish yeah. it had been, because then no one could have seen me. But I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought it'd be a funny image, you know—a dog shitting and then a man <laughs> shitting on the dog. Listen to me. If I had a gorilla or some or like a, a giraffe, I would have had the giraffe shit on me while I was shitting on the dog. I just don't have a giraffe. 
That'd be an interesting picture of, of animals that are larger than each other all shitting on each other. Like 10 different animals. Like you start with like well, a, a mouse. Well, and that is lowbrow and high concept. Yeah. That's a great picture. Okay. This entire section. Now I picture it. How do you picture it? I picture it um, fluorescent sort of. I really? Yeah, I almost. I'd like to see it in felt. I'll be honest with you. you know. And yeah, I'd like to see it in felt. And you have like a mouse, and then maybe well, I was going to say, let's stack them. Let's like, start. Let's stack so them the right mouse. now. Let's stack the animals that are shitting on each so other. So the mouse is again, being Washington shit on by DC. A hamster. Yeah. You Thanks got for it, running Brock? our country. You like this, Barack Obama? Barack, listen up. Barack, here's the here's the the animal here's shitting chain. <laughs> um, the, the food chain. Okay. The shit chain. So it's a. We, I think we I wanted to start with a mouse, mouse being shit on by a hamster. Maybe we could have a centipede on the bottom. Are you right? Yeah, three hundred no, legs. Think no insects. No Ryan insects. Ryan saying no insects. No, no. None of the hamster. Oh, really? Why? Not big enough to shit on a mouse. Are you it sure? Has to be sitting on top of yeah. It. Yeah, a guinea pig then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a guinea pig. He really I like took a, a moment. Pig. He goes like this. He goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting paid good shit on the mouse. Okay, so a mouse. Here we go. Centipede on the bottom. <laughs> why does the centipede get? Why can't it be a beetle, a dung beetle, who would enjoy it? Okay. <laughs> All right. So dung beetle on the bottom. Maybe a potato bug. Maybe the dung beetle is is doing is taking a shit on the centipede. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. No, they can't. No, we right. can't go too small. Ryan is not going to allow us. There can to, only be to ten. The size. How many animals are we going for here? Fifteen. Okay. Or I was thinking ten. I think you're thinking low. All right. How, so how tall is this picture going to be? Mouse on a is a dung beetle. It's a vertical mural. No, it's on a totem pole. It's a wood carving <laughs> a, on a totem pole. It's a pole. wood carving on a totem pole of animals shitting on I each would other. Do anything out <laughs> of my backyard. I would do anything. I would pay anything. A down wood there. carving. All right, I've. Oh, this is down. classic. Uh, a mirror. This is a totem pole of animals shitting on each other. Okay. So start so with the bottom, the, of, the bottom of the dung beetle. Yes. Sh- Wait, above that no. is a mouse. A mouse. Right. What's above that? A, a, a guinea pig. Ryan cleared a guinea pig. Guinea pig. Clear on the clear. We can clear the guinea pig. I want some type. By the way, I just want to say this right now. Uh, when we go farther up the list, I want some type of water animal on there also. Okay. Maybe oh no! I think the top, the top like is a whale. A whale, a whale is yeah, on top. yeah. Okay, good, All right, good. there you go. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Whales at the top of the totem pole. Of shitting yeah. The, the okay. Song. So then you have a. Um, What's above the guinea pig? You have like a, maybe a, um, <laughs> what? That was TJ laughing. That wasn't a special effect. That was the people are like, what, what sound is that from that's, his phone? No, that's that, him laughing. That's when, the, that's when it's the truest laughter. That's I'm a just, maniacal laugh. I wrote down a wood carving totem pole of animals shitting on animals <laughs> that are smaller. <laughs> uh, I'd like a skunk. And I'm sending it to Kate and it's like so funny to me. It's just so weird. I'd like a Sometimes it's undeniable how ridiculous this profession okay. is. Well, we're making Especially it we're so. Paid, we're yeah. making it so. Okay. Sorry. Guinea pig? That's, we have no... Yeah. The, the fact that we're not getting paid allows us to be this it is, is Is it yeah. a small... Du- it's a cat. It's a cat no, above see, the No, see, I think a skunk pig. should be above the guinea pig. Okay. So a skunk. But then a cat... A skunk, a skunk is bigger than a cat. Yeah. I don't Trouble. know if a cat should be on there. Oh, you want more domestic animals. Oh, you don't want to have an animal well, we can shit have on domestic. a cat. <laughs> I don't mind. Let's go cat instead of skunk. We're going to go guinea pig, cat. Let's go cat instead of skunk. You literally just said you're, you're two people's father. You just are like, you're like. <laughs> I'm two people's father. You go, you go like this. You go. 
go. Wait, so you want to make more domestic animals? And I was like, no. You know, you don't want shit on a cat. You know, shit on a cat. You're like, no, okay, we'll go skunk. We'll go cat. We'll go cat. Here's the thing. Cats are already. Someone's father just said. <laughs> this whole no, show's you know, like I'm it. fine with I told you. shitting on a cat. There's got to be a way to put this. Let's do a cat. I don't want my children to ever listen to the show based on some of the things that have been said. Why I wouldn't not? allow it. Be- oh, it's the best way to get to know you as a father. Like when we talk about, I don't know, animals shitting on animals shitting on. I mean, I I think he may think less of me after hearing the show years from now. I don't think so. Some of if he stuff, does, you know, I'll speak directly to him. Chance, I you want know you what? to know. I think your father's of, a good man. Well, he also made a know grave error judging him for these podcasts. Well, and also, when if you're listening, you're a better son than Chance. <laughs> Chance win. Here's the thing. Just a message. Cash says it all the time. Message from the grave. Hey, I was a visionary. Remember the old uh, circle plaid thing? <laughs> Look how that took off. Huh? Remember the one uh, stick chime? That was me. One, one stick, stick chime. chime. I was there calling some of that instead remember of that? one trick pony. You're a fucking one stick remember chime. The, uh, <laughs> remember the fucking the trash can uh, thing? That was TJ. That, that was, TJ. was me, guys. And I was happy about it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, okay. So I think we'll go cat and then dog above cat. Yes. And then above that, um, we'll go uh, antelope. You're really jumping right above the dog? Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, here's the problem. See, we are going to have some people that are upset that Bear? the dog shits directly on the cat because that's going to be kind of a message. So I think mm. you have a you have a you have a cat, and then you have a uh, like a a boar, like a piggy. Okay. Okay, so you have the pig shitting on the cat, and then you have a little dog standing on the back of the boar. See, I was thinking on top of the boar should be a little bird, just to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> See, we're on the same... You know what? This is going to be a great totem pole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many times have said this? There's some totem thing? master out there yeah, just listening guys, to this. Dude, I just like who just guys. has had no inspiration for his totems for years. <laughs> like he's just been completely. He's just been giving people hey, blank make, totem poles. Making, he's just been giving poles? people blank poles. He's, he's still like, making poles. This is the best I can do. I can't think of a good totem anymore. He just gives them tr- tree trunks. Yeah, he's just giving them basically trees. Well, or I, giant uh, one stick chimes. Chimes, and gi- just giant ones. That's really what trees are. They're just giant chimes. One single one, stick chimes. Single stick chimes. Single stick chimes. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta we gotta make that a dance. The single stick chime. The single stick chime dance. Um, do you think two guys it's have ever been carving dance. a totem pole and they step back from it and kind of look at it and then one of the guys says to the other guy, now, "This is going to be a great totem pole." Yeah, I don't know if people do totem poles together. I don't know if it's like a group activity. Do you think it's a single dangle? I think it's a single dingle dangle where people are like out in the forest alone doing their totem. How come more people don't do the totem poles on uh, trees that are alive? You know how hard it was to communicate back when people only communicated through totem poles? I mean, like, people talk about, like, this singing te- telegram, that kind of stuff, telegrams. Right, smoke signals. I mean, I think, smoke right. signals. But really, the, the totem pole communication was really slow. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. We, they were, yeah. If you The people sort of doing correspondence, kind of writing letters, so to speak, back mm-hmm. and forth with totem pole. Yeah, it would take a year to sort of respond to just a short message. Yeah, I mean, hard to understand, too. A lot of people don't realize the first uh, Declaration of Independence was a totem of independence. Yeah, it was a totem pole. And no one could read it. It was very confusing. Now, are you... Yeah, why don't we make totem poles out of telephone poles? Make them look cooler. Mm, Good good answer. I don't know why people aren't doing that. That's true. Could be really artsy. But, um, yeah, what's your... Just, we'll get back to the the animals shitting on each other, but... uh, (laughs) 
What's your favorite animal to be carved into a totem pole? Mine's an owl. Um, I think good. an owl is a great face to be carved on. A, I like a totem. I like the totem poles from like Alaska with the whales on them. Really, those are pretty cool. I mean, the, yeah. the, our totem pole is going to have a whale at the top. Um, there needs to be a condor uh, up high above, just crapping on the entire. On the, well, I'll train one of my condors to just yeah fly permanently above it, high above until all it the other. So it would animals. go. Maybe a boar isn't right, but maybe so. Maybe it is a cat. Then there's like a small dog shitting on the cat, and then a larger dog shitting on that smaller dog. And then I think we get into like now we get into deer territory, mm-hmm. like a cow or a deer, maybe an antelope. Is that what you said? Yeah, I was thinking antelope. It's a thin, thinner okay. deer. Okay. Yeah, maybe. So then on top of that would be maybe a. Or do we have to go to a giraffe, gorilla? What are the other tall animals? Um, we, oh, we thought we we forgot about badger and fox. Badger like a fox. Yeah, you could put a fox. Actually, let's do cat. Fox, mm-hmm. then dog, mm-hmm. then bigger dog, then antelope. <laughs> Two dogs. Then, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, I can't like, condone that. You don't like. <laughs> what is it that you don't like? Animals shitting on dogs. Or you don't like dogs shitting just, on dogs. I don't think animal. I don't think dogs should should be dominating the pole like that. <laughs> two dogs. One of <laughs> two, two dogs, of one, one species. Pole? Two of one species. Okay, so then 15. put a dog that's just bigger than a cat. You would make a very poor Noah. I'll tell you that and right then, now. And then what do you put you on? You need t- it to keep it diverse. What, what's bigger than a... You put the antelope right over the dog, then you can get a smaller dog. Um, yeah, you go smaller dog, put the antelope over the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go bear. You think bear? Yeah, you need a bear on your totem pole. Like <laughs> grizzly. Let's get a bear on this totem. Then you go... Uh, I'm thinking you go elephant. Then you go giraffe, then wow. you go whale, and then there's a condor high above the whole thing, crapping on everyone. <laughs> that is my totem pole. We should make it a bald eagle. Uh, yeah, there's some... For America. Yeah, yeah that's true. But no, a condor at the top. Actually, that is, I agree exactly with that. Okay. You, you rattled those off so confidently and so yeah. correctly, it seemed like you've been thinking about that for a few years. Well, I mean, you know an elephant has to be on your crapping on another animal pole. Mm-hmm. I mean, an elephant's got... I never forget prodigious, that. Prodigious, prodigious amounts of... What? Of poo. Of poo-poos. Yeah. Poo-poo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I think we did it. We did it. And we haven't even started with where were you? We haven't really? done the show. <laughs> we haven't really done the show yet. We're, we're a few minutes into the show here. <laughs> I want to, and this is going to be a cliffhanger, I can tell. Um, we're going to kind of keep you, and I'm sorry to keep doing this, but we're just going to have to keep you sort of in doubt about what's going to happen. What big gift is, is, is TJ going to get? What am I going to give TJ? Yeah, these have all, a lot of these your are shows, questions. the shows that I've been on, yeah. that you've been doing, a lot of them are cliffhangers. Huge cliffhangers. And that's an interesting uh, thing. One cliffhanger for everyone is, will this show continue? <laughs> well, no, I think the main you know, cliffhanger is... Will they bother to continue doing every, this? No, I think the main cliffhanger <laughs> is at the end of the episode, everyone's like, will I listen to the next <laughs> episode? Or will I stop can listening I, to the can podcast? Can I stand this? Um... Those of you that are going to talk about this that particular thing on the podcast for your listeners, I think Cash, you know, they should remember it's we're talking about and maybe say this if you're if you're in a conversation, it seems like you're at a stalemate, you know, just say, all right, look, we're talking about animals shitting on other smaller animals. Yeah, change the course of the conversation. Yeah, that that would pretty much. Uh... I also looked at a house today that had a birdbath. 
Are you serious? And I had a birdbath conversation about the birdbath. Are you serious? I was like, look at this birdbath. Okay. It's like, yeah. And I was like, cool, huh? She's like, yeah. And I was like, see the holes so that if it overfills, it'll sort of spill out the edges. She's like, yep. And I'm like, huh? There's a lot of, we'd have to clean it out though. It's got a lot of like, uh, leaves and stuff in it. And she's like, yeah, we would. And I'm like, but that's pretty cool. There's a birdbath right here. She goes, yeah. And then I walked away. I was like, we've wasted that entire parts of our lives. <laughs> That's definitely a birdbath conversation. It's blasphemy to waste time because time is God. These are all some of the essential questions of human nature which we like to talk about. And I Essentially this is Essential Questions of Human Nature. <laughs> we never we never finished this uh podcast. <laughs> we never finished this podcast. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. As we go, and we never finished this podcast, did we? And then they never yeah, talk again. That's it. Can you guys feel that we're just kind of inching in the fact that after the hundredth episode, we're quitting prayer? Can you feel it? It's just bubbling. It just we need the surface. Um, no, we can't. The fans, the fans can't. have spoken. Everything can be a ladle. Yeah, we have to. We have to get to three hundred and sixty-five episodes, and that's when we jump off the uh, the billboard. This guy comes up to me after a show. That's right. Yeah. We should do that. This guy comes up to me after a show, and he's so you know he's very nice, but he's mm-hmm. like, I don't think any everything can be a ladle. You know, I was like, that's not true. And, and pretty much anything can be a ladle if you put a handle on it yeah. and call it a ladle. Yeah, I was like a trash can, shoe. You know what I mean? Kleenex box, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, he goes, well, what about a person? A person can't be a ladle, can they? Oh, absolutely. And I said, open your mouth. And he's like, why? And I was like, open your mouth. And he opened his mouth, and I grabbed him by his erect dick, and I fucking <laughs> dipped his face in gravy. <laughs> and I poured the gravy on a hot dog, and I shoved it in his fat fucking mouth. And I told him to go fuck himself, Mr. Ladle. <laughs> Uh, I don't believe that happened. <laughs> I, no, that's, it wasn't erect, but yeah. he, it, it really hurt him. I mean, he, I don't think he'll be able to have kids. Essentially, uh, we have an essential question. I'm so glad that there was a huge bucket of gravy right next I to him. Really I don't lucky. know if he had brought that. I think somebody may have left that behind. It was a to-go bucket. I, I'm stunned he was erect. They brought it I, to uh, the show. I'm really stunned that that I conversation just, made him erect. He was so excited. To sort of trump me with this yeah. ladle thing that he got rock hard. And yeah. that was his first mistake. You know what his second one was? Try to tell me that a person can't be a ladle. You know what his third mistake was? Swallowing all that gravy. I saw him. He looked sick on the way out. Could have been because I picked him up by his dick, though. How come that doesn't happen more? You know what I mean? Just like People a- rarely get yeah, picked up by their penis. It's, uh, you don't see it very often. I mean, certain cartoons, you know. I mean, can we just, you really don't, it's what you just said. Again, <laughs> you're two people's father. And you said, you don't. Like, I, I, you have to understand, I'm not saying the content of what you're saying is like somehow not yeah. dignified. I'm enjoying the idea that someone somewhere could be like, yeah, my father right now is talking about how it's true. It's true. You don't hear many people getting picked up by their penises. <laughs> it's just such, you know, what's great about this show and why it's such a hit in Washington, D.C. is because the, Politicians, lo- the logic lobbyists, that we apply to the nonsense, parliament. we are rigorous in our reasoning when we discuss complete and utter Yeah, hogwash. we are rigorous. It's horse feathers. It is. It's, it's horse I can't believe yeah. you guys have allowed yourself to be uh, uh, corn swoggled into this. 
That's not one. Yeah. Maybe no, Hornswoggle. It's, uh, it's really, uh, I know the parliament loves us out there. Uh, they listen a lot. The Parliament in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to stop the podcast just for a second, Ryan, if you could, and tell you, Cash, uh, the Parliament is uh, in the United Kingdom. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and they okay. have one, I think, in Australia, but the, the United States has a government. <laughs> oh, I see. I see how it works. <laughs> what if that was me? I wanted to the United States has a government. <laughs> Isn't the Parliament part of the... Shh, shh, shh. I want to go back really quick to, to Tweetalize. It's a section we like to call Tweetalize. And I love it. Uh, now, that is, that is until they think of a better anymore, name right? for it, this is Tweetalize. That is I have, the name. I have right, something. that's the name. It's not a working well, title. Well, it's kind of a working title. I don't think uh, it is. I PJ. just said that I don't think it is. Um, I actually believe that it is a working uh, title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, some people like to call it Tweet of the Moment. Telling you what my heart meant. I'm going to tell you about these people. Tweet of a moment. Do, 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 shine. Uh, some people like to call it uh, Tweetest Taboo. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I, was, tweetest what is that? Taboo. Sweetest Taboo? <laughs> what is it? Ryan's sadly yeah. like, yeah. Other people like to call it Tweet Dreams Are Made of This. Travel the world and the Trevin Tweets. Tweeting seventeen. <laughs> Looking for something. Tweeting <laughs> like lovers do. Tweet me like lovers do. <laughs> God, I hate it. <laughs> Can I tell you that? Yeah. After, show, <laughs> after shows, people would come up and be like, They'd be like, "Hey," and I gotta tell you something. I'm like, "Yeah, what?" And they go, "Cause they'd say, we, I love the podcast. It's great." And I'd be like, "Oh, that's so nice of you. I could give a shit. Get out of my face." <laughs> and then, but a lot of them were like this. They go, "Hey, um, I just have to admit something to you." And I'd be like, "What?" And they're like, "I'm one of the ones that likes when Cash Levy sings." <laughs> Do you want to know how many people said that to me? I'm not joking on this tour. Like six. Really? How many people came up and said, "I don't like Cash singing on the podcast." Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> You're batting 6,000 right now, <laughs> buddy. Do you understand? Well, thank you, fans. I right? appreciate You're... the 12 and a half coming to my aid. Cause this I'm surprised is... you didn't tell me that, no, you'd still be batting 1,000. Um, hmm. Are you actually a baseball coach? <laughs> or is that some charlatan moves to try and be able to go off and do your totem pole card? I actually am a shaman. <laughs> do some you wrote, shaman. You wrote, I puke sometimes. Not mm. today, but sometimes. A poem by Wee Wee Pee Pee. <laughs> and I was just going to say, I I like his earlier work, uh, Wee Wee Pee Pee. It's more profound. This is more revisionist. You know, this. I don't understand why people don't think I'm a good writer. I mean, that's a great joke. I puke sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not today, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah. A poem by T.T. Wee Wee. I love that. That's a great poem. <laughs> Wee Wee, sorry. Wee Wee Pee Pee. Oh my God, I just revealed my pseudonym. You have very profound tweets. Here's another one you wrote. Uh, Quit talking about donkey sex, you weirdos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> though. It's, it's like, why are you guys talking ta- about who's it? Who's talking about donkey sex? The fucking weirdos. <laughs> Quit talking about it. All right, wait, Cash, you wrote... Okay. This is two hours ago. I have an ant problem in my car, but really, the ants are the ones with the problems since they're stuck inside my dirty car. <laughs> Hashtag taste it. 
<laughs> Think about it. They are stuck inside my Taste car. It. <laughs> Such a weird ending. <laughs> I have an ant problem in my car, but really the ants are the ones with the problem since they are stuck inside my dirty car. Taste it. <laughs> so insane. Then a day ago you wrote, <clears throat> I'm getting, this is a great one. Yeah. I'm getting a bad feeling that no one is living vicariously through me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's why... <laughs> I like I'm getting a bad feeling. <laughs> Not like I'm getting a feeling. <laughs> that's what happens when you become a dad, you know? And that's why I've been imbibing as much as possible. <laughs> Imbibulation sometimes. Sometimes uh I'm you know, smoking marijuana. I'm doing what I can to keep the dream alive. But I'm slowly dying. You don't think, I think I live vicariously I'm through you dying. because of your family. That's true. Huh? I live vicariously through you because of your family. Because um, I don't have a family. Ultimately okay. I'm I'm lonely. I'm just a guy who fucks more than he does in every day of his life <laughs> with the girl that is the dopest girl in any building. And, you know, I don't have any kids that hate me or, or take me for granted. And I don't have a, you know, a home. Yeah. Well, I, I've got I a house. You're, you're someone to live vicariously through. You know how people are like, uh, you really made this house a home. Uh, when people came over for my housewarming party, they were like, you really made this home a house. We came over here when the previous people lived here, and it was, felt really like a home, and this just feels like some fucking house. Yeah. I was. I actually wrote that tweet. And I, was I was showing house. Yeah. The television show. <laughs> at the party. I was, I was watching the Olympics. Uh, I was watching curling, and that's when it occurred to me that not only is no one living vicariously through me, I'm living vicariously through the wrong people. You're living vicariously it's through the curling women? Yeah, yeah. It's important to live vicariously through the right people. Boy, there's some of those curling girls, though. Did you see the, I think it was the Swedish ones versus the German ones? Holy <laughs> God. I was like, you can push my whatever that thing is, and I don't understand the rules of the game anytime you want, lady. Uh, you wrote, in fact, about the Olympics, there's yeah. a difference between a sport and a stunt. The Winter Olympics yeah. had too much of the ladder now. Yeah, I didn't phrase that right. I didn't but, get that but, yeah, at all, yeah. Yeah, ladder now. That was uh, sort of a... That, all I was trying to say... Look, <laughs> who cares what I ago. tweeted? Ladder now. Who cares what anyway. I tweeted? I shouldn't have said now at the end of ladder. All I'm saying is, I think most of the sports uh, with the Olympics were, were, were stunts. I mean, I, they're very difficult, but if you're just doing one movement, um, you know, it's, it's impressive, but that doesn't make it a sport. I want to move it along to tiny opinions. They have a very tiny opinion. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Um, I, I'm a little... I, I don't think a waitress should say, say uh, how's your food tasting uh, more than three times per meal? I don't, I don't want to continue to reassure the waitress that she brought the right food to me. I mean... The food tastes is about as good as it did two bites ago. Like, eventually, <laughs> I want to know, like, is there something I should know about the food? Why do you keep asking me? How's everything taste? How's everything taste? Well, she may be a person who doesn't have any taste buds or sensory <laughs> just curious. her mouth. So she's like, how does everything taste? <laughs> what does that taste like? Are those potatoes? Can you tell me what it tastes People like? People describe those as sort of like delicious chalk. Is that it? Is that what mashed potatoes taste like? How does everything taste? <laughs> but don't you think they can ruin your meal when they keep coming up and, and asking you that? Yeah. You know what I do is if, about the third or fourth time, I'll pour a glass of water in my lap. 
And I do this for a number of reasons, especially if I'm outside or, you know, or it's a hardwood floor. I do this for a number of reasons. When I do it because water can be cleaned up, it's not going to stain anything okay. and it'll evaporate even if they just left it there. Okay. Two, it's something that you're doing to yourself. Three, instead of like outwardly being aggressive. Three, it cools down your, your, your peeners and your ding stings. <laughs> your ding stings. <laughs> if your ding stings, it'll cool down your peter. <laughs> Uh, and then also because you can always pretend that it was an accident. Yeah. That's so true. you can just, you know, the weirdest move to do is you guys should do this. Everybody should. Boiling water in your lap? No, no. <laughs> that's, I've done that before, but there was crab in the pot. <laughs> so trust me, I got a different type of crabs. <laughs> Downtown. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is that a new checkmate? Downtown. <laughs> Downtown. <laughs> checkmate. <laughs> Downtown, I love that. And so, let's do. Keep doing that. You look at somebody. You just look up at them, and you have the glass of water, and you look into their eyes, and you start to pour it deliberately. You just slowly start to pour it, and as it hits your crotch, you go ah like that. Like you, you go, oh my god, I dropped my glass. Because then they know, like, there's a little piece in this. Like he was looking at me, and he started to pour that thing in his lap. But everybody else in the restaurant will make a commotion. Like, oh, are you okay? And have the people that you're eating with kind of be like, oh, 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 oh you're right, you're right, you're right. And then as you're sort of cleaning up and stuff, just whisper into the server's ear, I wet my lap. <laughs> and then she'll say, yeah, how's everything tasting? <laughs> Pretty moist. And then you'll go have sex eight times at the kitchen. Yeah, in the fucking wedding. Yeah, yeah, in the wedding kitchen. Let's let's finish with maskers. We've we've done this, but we're gonna go back to it. Like eighty five percent of superheroes, this is maskers. Uh, this is something that Sam the Man Harvey has been curious about for quite a while. And Sam, I thought and we I, used. I it. love that I, Sam the Man Harvey. Sam the Man Harvey. Is great. I thought we had used it. So and maybe we have, but he wrote it. He he wrote it again. So maybe he didn't hear us use it. But before he wants you, to know. Yeah. yeah. Before you do that, I just want to say I'm really proud of Darren Carter, the party starter. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Just for the name? <laughs> for all of it. Yeah. Well, he's no Sam the Man Harvey. No. He's Sam Darren the Carter, Harvey. the party starter. I like Sam the Man Harvey. Do they call him also the rooster? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's the best. He's, 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 I'm he's, proud of him. He's a piece of work. He's a piece and of work. And that's a compliment. Yeah. I like people that you say, he's a piece of work. Yeah. That means you like him, right? That's a good thing. He's a real character. He's a character that you kind of don't like him. Oh, uh, okay. I think, right? Yeah. Um, a character of the game, we talked about this, that's a positive thing. Yeah. But if you just say, just uh, yeah, a he's a little bit of a character. Just like she has a strong personality, that's mm, never good. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're true. You're never like, dude, I, you're going to love this girl. She's got a strong personality. Yeah. How about this? He's kooky. He's a little kooky. Is that good? No. No? Right? Is it um, kooky? That's a little bit negative. <laughs> no, right? no, no. But when it, when it, it's, it's, if it's an old woman, then you have fun with it. She's a bit of a kook. Yeah, but he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> That could be taken think, either way, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's generally a negative. Sam the Depends man, Harvey. You, uh, your tone as you say it. Yeah. Oh, he is a real piece of shit. Yeah. I love yeah. him. I'd like to beat the fuck out of that guy. That's <laughs> that seems like there's not as much gray area. <laughs> Sam the man, Harvey. <laughs> Sam the man, Harvey. He writes: Should we be abbreviating cucumbers as cukes or cumbers? Cukes. Cukes. Yeah, because we already got a cummerbund. We've been talking about that. That's a mm, very small cukes. fanny pack. Yeah, it's a stronger, it's a stronger uh, Sam the Man. It's a stronger abbreviation, from cucumbers to cukes. Nice cukes. You could say it like, uh, 
Uh, you can say it as Give if a kick, you, pun at your head. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> My joke was going to be about how I thought it was crazy. Kind of Reeves that, with the like, like you could say it like you could say it like nice cukes, like in an instance when, and I was like, in an instance when you would ever tell somebody nice cucumbers, when is that going to happen? You just turn to the the person at Whole Foods, hey. Nice cukes. Nice. Yeah. But I've been you're, going through these cukes. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Excellent cukes today. <laughs> That's much better than... Uh, you're a real Keanu Reeves cucumber. What's up with these cumbers? Yeah, that doesn't feel as good. Dude, it's cukes. But you're the, you're the Keanu Reeves cuke. Yeah. yeah. Cool as a Keanu Reeves cucumber. He's cool as a cuke. as a cuke. <laughs> I love, you got to start doing that as your closer. Forget Yoda having orgasm. I want to hear. I, I like these cucumbers. Cukes. <laughs> mm, I, I, I think that instead of Yoda having orgasm, you should focus on Keanu Reeves talking about cucumbers. <laughs> uh, Can't that be your closer? Nice cute. Why do you keep trying to replace my current closer? That's what I started worrying Have you had anybody come to a show who's part of the 12 and a half who says like, Hey, can you, you didn't do the Yoda thing. I thought you might do the Yoda thing. I never have done the Yoda thing on stage since the early years. I encourage everybody online to ask and demand that Cash, you know, you know what? quits that, his cuking. I think that would be a tweet is taboo. Um, <laughs> what? Tweet is taboo. Um, what else? Do you have a, do you have one? I think. Yeah, yeah, I got one. Uh, anyone? Uh, at Burger Pig mm -hmm. writes, Juniper lollies. Let's fuck. <sighs> so. What? I don't know, man. A lot of these people. Here's what I not like. making sense to me. Here's one. Like, like, look at this. At Shit Burger Fries. <laughs> writes, if it's between me and the other one, which one is us? Yeah, that's, that's a, a bummer, tough answer. Yeah. How about this? Daniel Frana writes, uh, better response if someone asked to try on your hat. I have lice, what hat, or go away, you weirdo. <laughs> go away, you weirdo. Go away, you weirdo. What do you think? I don't like it when people grab my hat and want to wear it, and girls will do that sometimes. Uh, they think, girls think it's cool to like pick a, to grab the hat off your head, put it on their head. I can't stand girls that grab your hat. It really bothers me. Hat grabbers. That's what I call hat them. I don't grabbers. want a damn thing to do with those flab nabbers. Yeah. Flab nabbing hat grabbers. <laughs> those are the people that steal the flabby parts of other people's body and their hats. <laughs> flab Seriously, nabbing. that's not appropriate. Do you want to go flab nabbing? Ladies. That's when you go give flab people nabbing. liposuction when they're <laughs> sleeping and then you steal the fat. <laughs> steal the flab. <laughs> I nabbed some flab last night, dude. <laughs> Nab some flab. Dude. I Flabby nabs. nabbers. Should we call it? 2014. We should we start calling That's a show. That's that? a TV show. Flabby should, nabbers. Should we start calling sex that? What? Yeah, dude. I, I nabbed some real flab last I night. I think I was flabbing and nabbing. Is pretty, that sounds good to me. I, was nabbing. I, was, I nabbed some flab. So, uh, yeah, they're flab nabbing. Hat grabbers. That's if you have sex with someone a little bit more heavy set. Uh, or you... Or you nab some flab no um yeah it went flab nabbing yeah that's when you go out on the town looking for flabs flabs to nab <laughs> to nab and pull into your layer into your <laughs> insane all right anthony okay. scon okay anthony s-c-o-n okay. 
writes, when you hate TJ, when you hate fuck that trash can, did you pull out and ejaculate in a woman without breaking eye contact with the can? Now, that is a reference to a time that actually with uh, my lady of two characters uh, and I were having intercourse. Uh, I, I pulled out and ran over and ejaculated into the trash can in the corner of the room. And I looked at her and not breaking eye contact. And I said, this is where it belongs. Yeah. <clears throat> so and that's, let me just say, he sort of turned it around on me in that case. I, when you had sex with that trash can, uh, I don't know if you realize yeah. you couldn't hear me, but I was yelling out, Hey, garbage cock. <laughs> what are you doing to that trash can? Yeah, and I I didn't respond because when someone calls you garbage cock in that tone, don't respond. It's just they might as well be saying it's like becoming whisper, whisker whisker tits. It's like the same thing. Whisker tits. This yeah. guy. Oh, this guy was so funny. Let me just tell the story really quickly. Okay, so we gotta go though because I gotta get out of this garage okay, so, really soon. So this guy, <laughs> really, we've been here a long time. And and I gotta. Car, get, why didn't you turn off the car? Look, this I, this this. Oh, uh, no, Ryan, Ryan. This pinball Ryan, machine is totally Ryan, ready. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Right. I don't believe that he's dead. No, he just wants oh, he to got up. He, yeah. he got us. He just again. wants to get to Nick Vatterat's house inside a pinball machine. I'm going to send this off. to Oh, so this guy starts. This guy starts. This, the nicest dude. Nicest okay. dude. Okay. I'm not going to say his name, um, but he was great. He opened for me at okay. one of the one of the cities, mm-hmm. and um, I think it, it's. Uh, well, that doesn't even matter. So, but he was a, b- a big fan of the podcast of your podcast. He likes. Mm-hmm. He's part of your twelve and a half. The whole thing, and he. I just thought this was. So sweet, but he was like, uh, what should I introduce you as? And I was like, just introduce me as the star of Yogi Bear 3D because that's the only yeah. way that I get introduced. That's why I did the movie. Um, and the only reason why I did the fucking movie. Uh, and, uh, and he said, no, yeah, I'm going to do that, but I also am going to talk about your podcast if that's okay. And yeah. I was like, yeah, well, it's Cash's podcast, but he does have me on it. Fucking <laughs> go to town. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to start him off with a chant. I think you're really going to like this. And I was yeah. like, I don't. I wanted to like say something to him, but I didn't because he was so yeah. excitable. Plus, he wanted to see what And happened. he got up there and he goes, guys, TJ Miller, he's the star of Yogi Bear 3D, but he has a cool podcast called Cashing In with TJ Miller. And let's all, come on, you've all heard it, right? Big hits. No tits. <laughs> Big hits. No tits. And nobody shared along. <laughs> there wasn't a goddamn. I saw some people who had said, like, I like the podcast earlier, refused to chant it. And so it's the weirdest intro of all time. The guy's like, hey, guys, right? Big hips, no tits. Big hips, no tits. And everyone's silent. And then he was like, uh, okay. And then the second chair came to me and he goes, so I don't think I'm going to do the champion again this time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll just, I'll roll with whatever. I'll do it on the I block. told you about the worst intro I ever did in Vegas. I don't know if I told, I think I told you this what story. Was it? I, okay, so I'm in Vegas. I know we have to go soon, but I, I'm in Vegas. I was like the first time I'd ever opened there. Yeah. And I forgot the headliner's name. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, it was the first night, my first time I've ever been to Vegas performing. Yeah. I'm like just really getting nervous. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I thought I had the greatest brainchild. I was like... Okay, so uh, let's all just, uh, you guys ready for your headliner? And they all clapped. I'm like, let's all just yell out his name. <laughs> Come on, he wants to hear you back there. And I figured someone would yell out like his name, and no one yelled it. And th- meanwhile, I'm like frantically searching like the tabletops, like trying to see if his name is somewhere. Oh, like, hey, you don't know it. Now I doubled down on it, because I'm thinking like, I've got to, I've, I'm, I'm, you I'm didn't in know his far. name? I could not remember his name. <laughs> 
and I was like just it. like freaking out and trying to like drench. And that's why you said let's all yeah. Say his I'm like name. let's all say his name together. <laughs> like let's let's let him know. Let's hear let him hear you in back. Right, right. And then uh, <laughs> so no one was yelling it. They all looked like just completely like what is he doing? And I'm like seriously, I'm not bringing him on stage until we all yell out his name together. <laughs> you doubled down. I doubled down. Vegas I doubled down. I'm like all of the chips just went to the middle of the table. Right. I'm like, really? I, I'll wait. I'll wait. I want us all to scream out his name together. And uh, no one yelled anything. I guess somebody like went out into the lobby or something, found out his name, came back in. They're like, you know, John Francis or whatever his name was. <laughs> John and I'm Francis. like, that's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, bring up John Francis. Oh, and not everybody yelled it. No, not Just everyone yelled it. Once you got it, you're like, okay. I, I, I was done, right? <laughs> so this guy comes out on stage. John. It was not John Francis. I don't know who it was. Right, but John but, came out. Whoever it was. John comes out and like... I shook his hand. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? He was so pissed. <laughs> like he was so pissed. He thought I tried to embarrass him. Like he wasn't like a big name. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it was the worst. Okay, listen, buddy. Here's your gift. I know a lot of people are curious what I'm going to give you. Oh, I mean, it's, a, a, it's a cliff I've been hanging from it's for a, a while now, Dad. Hanging from a cliff. Here, let me just give you this. Oh wait, just open it up. It's, okay, it's kind of in a card form, but just open it up. Thank you so I much. Just, I just wanted to give you this gift. It's I, better than a pinball just, machine. Okay, you promise? Yeah, I promise. Because I kind of wanted a pinball machine. This is the machine. conclusion of the you know cliffhanger. What is Cash going to give TJ to make up? Wait, that's a oh, that's that's the one. Ryan that you just open. On. Well, that's no, also you just open the card. It makes that noise. Oh, too. Oh, the, yeah. oh, it's a pinball card. Okay, yeah. yeah. To TJ, yeah. Always remember, this is the truth. Love, sort of cash. Okay. Well, let me open this up. This is heavy cardstock. Ah, there we go. Oh, it's another card. Look at this. Hmm. Huh. Dear TJ, you can come on my show again. Love, not really. Cash. So, is this the gift? Yeah. You're asking me to come back on the show? Yeah, do you want to do the show again? My fans love you. Of course I'd love to do the show again, but Ryan gets a pinball machine every single episode. Oh, the reward is to do the show itself. Ryan, would you say that? It's not my reward. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my reward, but... All right, well, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to come back on oh, the show. I'm so relieved. But if you have another pinball machine, and I come back on the show, would you maybe give me that show? That I'll look machine? around. I'll see if I can get you a pinball machine. There's about 40 pinball machines in this garage. Yeah. This is this could be like you you've know you've got what? seven Adams family, yeah, you've got eight Indiana true. Jones, and you've got fifteen. You know what I'm going to do? Rocket blaster. I know. I'm Fla- gonna- and look at this one. You got two two pinball machines. The flab nabbers ones. <laughs> they made them that quickly. Yeah. Look at those bumpers. <laughs> those bumpers are just fleshy little arm fat. Ah. <laughs> uh- it's triple banger lightning round. And this is the end of the episode. Come back and listen. 